Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, and thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Saturday, December 3rd, 2017, and I am your host, Renata. Let's just open up in prayer. Our Father and our God, we come before you, Lord, thanking you, Lord, saying that we love you, Lord, and we trust you, Lord, with our very lives. We thank you, Lord, for the victory over every circumstance, Lord. We thank you for the good and bad, Lord, because your word tells us that it takes good and bad, and and your word says that it will all work together for our good. So we trust you, Lord. We step out on faith and we say thank you, Lord. Sometimes there's so much for us to deal with, Lord. It seems like there's trouble on every side, Lord. Everywhere we look, Lord, there's trouble. The enemy is coming after us, Lord. But your word tells us that we can do all things through you who give us strength, Lord. So we know we can make it through our day-to-day, We know, Lord, that it's going to be better in the end, Lord. We ask you, Lord, that everything that comes at us, Lord, that we take it, Lord, and we do something constructive with it, Lord, to enhance our lives, Lord, and to learn how to just step out on faith and trust you a little bit more, Lord. Your word tells us that when the enemy comes at us like a flood, Lord, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him, Lord. So we don't have to fight this battle, Lord. This battle is not ours. It's yours, Lord. So we give it to you, Lord. Your word tells us to cast our cares on you because you care for us, Lord. You tell us to lay down our heavy burdens, Lord. We lay them down, Lord. We give it to you, Lord. We just know, Lord, we don't know how it's going to work out, but we know that it will because we trust you, Lord, with our very lives. And we say thank you, Lord, because if you overcame this world, Lord, we know that we can overcome it as well. So just help us to stand strong, Lord. Your word tells us that when we've done all that we can do, Lord, When we've exhausted all of our options, Lord, we can't figure out anything else to do, Lord. We cried, Lord. We prayed. We begged. We wanted this to go away, Lord, but it's still there. Your word says when we've done everything that we could do, Lord, to just stand, just stand. So we stand on your word, Lord, and we will watch your salvation, Lord, because we know that you love us, Lord, and we know that you take care of your children. So we thank you for the victory. I thank you, Lord, for each and every person, Lord, that you have sent to this call. I ask, Lord, that you meet their every needs according to your riches and glory. I ask you, Lord, when they're having their darkest moments, Lord, that you let them know, Lord, that you are there, that they can feel your presence, Lord, your presence, Lord. I ask that your Holy Spirit guide us, Lord. The Holy Spirit is our teacher, Lord. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to guide us and to teach us and to protect us and to watch over us, to give us wisdom, to help us make good decisions in everything that we do, to give us discernment, Lord, so we can know who is right for us and who's not. And we just thank you, Lord, for keeping our enemy at bay. Thank you for keeping us strong. Thank you for this format here on Talk Shoe, Lord, that brings us together, Lord, to help us to assemble ourselves together, Lord, 
I just thank you. I thank you for it, Lord, because it has been a magnificent avenue for us to learn and to grow and to feel free to worship you, Lord. So let your spirit flow free on this call, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. How y'all doing today? Hope you guys are good. I'm a little tired, little tired. I packed a lot into this weekend. But that's all right. We're going to keep going anyway, in Jesus' name, okay? We're going to keep it moving. All right. Scripture. Hang on. Let me take a drink. My throat gets really dry when I talk a lot. Okay. Our scripture today is Hebrews 12 and 1 through 2, and it's the King James Version. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. This, this, This scripture is telling us to lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us or holds us back, okay, and to keep running the race that is set before us. Okay, what are those weights in your life? You need to lay them aside. Weights are heavy. That's what this scripture is talking about, laying down those heavy things. What is it for you? I, I, I can identify some of those heavy weights for me. Whatever that heavy weight is for you, it's holding you back. You can't run a race holding all that baggage, holding all that hatred, holding all that sin, holding all that anger. You can't do it. Okay, the Bible says lay it aside. Give it to God. Give it to him. He can can bear it. He can carry it for you. You don't have to carry it. You don't have to walk around unforgiving. You don't have to walk around mad because this thing has happened in your life. You don't have to. Now, I know that sounds strange because all these odd happenings is happening and all these people are doing these things. And, yes, there is a um, rightful indignation that we can have. Yeah, we have a right to be upset about it, but you don't have to let it uh, fester inside of you. You can let it go. Give it to God, knowing that God is going to take care of whoever he needs to take care of. Okay, it's coming back. Karma's real. It's coming back to them. Don't worry about that. Run this race. You have to run this race. You can't make it to the finish line with all that heavy baggage. You got to let it go. You got to let it go. The Bible says run this race with endurance, the race that is set before you. This is the race that's set before you. This is it. You didn't choose it. I didn't choose it. This is the race. This is this is the path that you have to travel through in order to get where God's trying to get you to. So you have to run this race and you have to finish this race. Okay? And the second scripture tells us to uh look to Jesus, who's the author and the finisher of our faith. 
okay? Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. He endured the cross. He endured hanging on that cross, a, a crown of thorns on his head, nails in his hands and his feet, blood everywhere, people betraying him. He endured that. The Bible said he despised the shame. He despised everything that came with being on that cross. And as an end result, he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Okay? In the end of all of this, and the Lord knows, he knows what we're going through, we need to hear well done. Well done. You tried. You tried, Renata. You tried, whoever's listening to this. You tried. That's what we need to hear. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Well done. That's what we want to hear. So endure this race. Ask God for the strength to carry you through, and he will. Trust me, he will. He gives us strength every day, the strength we never thought we had. I never, you never could have convinced me I could get through something like this. But I'm getting through it. I'm still getting through it. I haven't gotten through it. I'm getting through it every day with the help of God. We have to have them, people. We have to have them to get through this. I'm telling you, we have to have them. So get your relationship right with the Most High God, and he will get you through it. Call on him. Cast your cares on him because he cares for you. He knows your problems. He knows your troubles. He knows your struggles. He knows all of these people are turning on you. All of these people are harassing you. All of these people are sabotaging you. He knows it. He knows this. He said, give it to him. Give it to him, and he will guide you through it. And you'll be stronger in the end. Trust me. All of this stuff we're going through, this is making us stronger. It's not making us weaker. It shouldn't be. And in the beginning, actually, it did, but then there's a building up process, at least in my own targeting. I was torn. I was down. <laughs> I was I was down. I had my wilderness moments. Trust me. I was all the way down, break down, pills in the hand, ready to take them, all of that. Okay? Been through all of that. But the Lord started to build me up, and he will do the same for each and every one of you. Amen? Amen. I don't know how I got over there, but Amen. So that was Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Where am I? So welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the visitors. If there are any, I think I did see one here today. Thank you for for coming. Let's see, who was that that said they were a visitor? Hang on, let me go back. I love TMH. Okay, in the chat room is a visitor. Thank you so much for um, visiting with us today. We really, really, really appreciate it. Um, And thank you for everybody who came back. And thank you guys for being uh, patient with the time because we normally start at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard, which is 3 Eastern. But because I have to get my daughter to work and my husband's always working on the weekends, I have to get her there. 
and I also have to get her to her tutoring on um, Sundays as well. So in case you're wondering why the time changed, that is why. Um, I need to make sure she gets where she wants to, uh, where she needs to go. Um, these kids, they like jumping in these Ubers, but I'm not with that. So I get her there. Um, so that's that's what the issue is. The days that my husband does not work on Sundays, um, he'll be able to do it. But he lately, because of everything that's going on at work, he has been working. So, um, so I appreciate you guys bearing with me on on the time change, okay? Because it's a pretty significant change, like uh, two and a half hours lately. Some some days it may not be this late, but and that's why I keep reminding you guys to please check your. Um, email and open up the invitation because I send the invitations every Saturday for this call. So if you are not on that distribution list, send me an email, remu2 at hotmail.com, and just add me, ask me to add you to the distribution for the call, and I will do that. And that will let you know what time the call is starting um, for the following day. I hate to do, I hate to have to do this because, you know, we lose people when we do that, but Hey, man, I thank you guys for the ones who are here. I really thank you guys. Let's see. Is there anything else to announce? Uh, let me just say the, the uh, state the goals of the call. The goals of this call is to let you know that you're not alone. I just remember that feeling to just, just like, oh, my gosh, and it still feels like that sometimes, like, Nobody can relate. You're going through this alone. You're the only one in the world, especially when you're just discovering the targeting. Um, so to let you know that you're not alone and to give you an outlet, a place to to feel safe and to feel like you can talk about what what's going on with you, you know, as it relates to the targeting or even if it doesn't relate to the targeting, but just to feel that um, you you feel safe in talking about it and not feeling like, these people are going to think I'm odd. These people are going to think I'm crazy. No, no, we won't because we too are targeted. We know it's real. Other people may not believe us, but it is your truth. It is my truth, and we know that it's real. So hopefully you will feel comfortable sharing with that, whatever you need to share. Um, also, perhaps you have a scenario. We've had people who feel like they would like some advice or direction or um, uh, a listening ear, you know. Maybe you have a situation you're not too sure about and you just want to run it by the people on the call. We've had that a lot, and it has been very helpful to people. You know, it just kind of helps them to see what their options are and to get different perspectives on things. So that's another um, goal. And also to get, um, for all of us to get strong enough to where we will begin to speak out about this because if we don't speak out about it, it it's never going to stop, you know, and we need to speak out beyond these phone calls. We need to go out into our communities. We need to go to D.C. We need to do whatever we need to do, not to say that has not been done before because I know that it has, but we need to continue to knock on the door, so to speak, until we get somebody to answer and to um, actually pay attention to what we're talking about. But I know that if you're not in that place um, spiritually and emotionally, uh, you may feel fearful about speaking out. 
Um, and with that being said, you also need to use discernment when you speak out because we know what happens to some TIs. You end up in a jail or mental institution or something, or your targeting may get worse. Um, but somehow we have to get this exposed. So hopefully everyone will get at that stress level where we just do it and get it done because we have got to get this to stop. It's a crime against humanity, and it's um, – it's not okay. Okay. Um, I believe I'm just going to step out a little bit on this announcement. I believe the person that I mentioned last week that is looking for tenants uh, for a three-bedroom house in Jersey City, I believe that is still available. I should have confirmed, but I, I, I think it's safe to say that it probably is. Um, the three-bedroom house is, again, located in Jersey City. It's close to light rail and a path train, um, and it's an easy commute to Manhattan, New Jersey. Okay, so if you are interested in that, perhaps a roommate situation may, you know, be approved by this person. I'm not sure, Um, but you can talk to her about that. She has targeted herself, which I think is a really good situation for a TI because that's one thing you won't have to worry about, and that's your landlord uh, targeting you. So that's a big deal. Um, send me an email if you're interested, and I will put you in touch with that person. Okay? I have started my own business where I am um, offering life coaching. Life coaching is different from therapy. It's not to sit and talk about all your problems. It is um, to help you to achieve goals. You come to a point, or I came to a point, and most people I hope will come to a point, where you strive to reach goals in 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 um, in spite of the targeting. Now, there are targets that say, I can't do this, I can't do that, they won't let me do this, they won't let me do that. Okay, I get it. I'm targeted too. I'm sabotaged too. I'm unemployed right now too, trying to create a business for myself working temporary and those type of things. So I get it. Sabotage is real, especially when you're targeted. However, I believe that we should never stop trying. And I have seen God open doors for me. And I want you to know that he will do the same for you. Now, there are no guarantees. Um, Doesn't mean that everything you try will work. No, it doesn't, because everything I try doesn't work. But I'm committed to being on God's plan for my life, so I totally believe that what does not work out for me is not supposed to work out for me, no matter how bad I want it. However, with this life coaching, um, sometimes you just need a push. You know, sometimes you have dreams and they're laying dormant. I've had plenty of dreams laying dormant, still have a few laying dormant. Um, And sometimes you need that encouragement, that coaching to try to get you to your goal. Um, I'm working with several people right now. We are seeing results. They're happy. I believe they're happy. Um, And I'm happy. So if you are interested, please contact me, R-E-M-U-2. There are people working on uh, personal Um, personal things in their personality. There are people working on relationship-type things. There are people working on um, 
relationships with their children. There are people working on getting back into the workforce. Uh, Any kind of goal you can think of is possible, okay? So there are some tools that we will put in place for you and, uh, and just watch you achieve your dreams in spite of the targeting, okay? R-E-M-U-2 at Hotmail.com, and just let me know that it is regarding life coaching, all right? And I, I do have a certification in that, by the way. All right. Okay, questions of the day. There are a few. Um, I saw on on our local news here a lady who was having her 102nd birthday, which, wow, that's beautiful. That lady, uh, you would have thought she was like 60, 60-something, 60 but she was 102, and she actually had her great-granddaughter, or maybe it was her great-great-granddaughter on the news as well. Um, but they asked her, the news person asked her, what was the key to longevity? And she said that she chose happiness um, all of her life. She chose to be happy no matter what was going on. She says that she chose to think more positive than more negative and to keep a relationship with God. And that was her key to longevity and to being able to live till she was 102. So my question is, what's your comment on that? Do you think that you can choose happiness? Or do you think in the midst of all these troubles that we have, happiness is not achievable? So what's your thoughts on that? And what about what she said about she chose to think more positive than negative? Is that a choice? Or is it because of all this negativity that you just can't think anything positive because the negativity is always coming? And she also said that, she kept a relationship with God. Does your happiness have anything to do with spirituality? Okay, so that's one question. Even though that was three questions, that's one question. <laughs> also, um, on along those same lines as, as that lady um, being 102, and she's blessed to live that long, I was thinking one day, because I was doing something, and I, like, barely could get up, okay? I could, I could barely get up. It made me realize, okay, you're getting a little older. So my question is, do you have a plan to take care of yourself in your twilight years? Because we don't want to get to those, and I call the twilight years your senior years, we don't want to get to those twilight years and just realize, like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? I don't have any money. I don't have any family that will take care of me because our situation is unique for most TIs. Now, those of you who are still connected to family and friends, thank God every day, and I'm serious about that. Thank God every day because most of us have seen people just flee from our lives, and the people who I thought would be there to take care of me if I ever needed it, those people are, you know, they're gone because of this targeting. Now, I do have children. Hopefully, they'll, you know, help me out. But, I mean, do you have a plan? Are you financially, are you doing anything financially to help yourself? I know I don't have a permanent job, so I don't have my 401K anymore. Um, You know, Social Security, Lord only knows how much that'll be. So I just want you guys to think about that. Do you have a plan? 
Is there anybody you'll be able to live with, roommate with? Will you have an income coming in? You know, do you have a skill that you can hone in on to try to make money for yourself? That's another thing um, life coaching can do for you is um, to help you to identify some of your natural gifts and talents and how to make an income out of that. We can we can work on that with life coaching. Um, okay, I think that might be enough. I do have one more question, but let's just – that one ended up with three. Star eight, and I can I can uh, repeat the questions if you need me to. Star eight, if you'd like to speak. Star eight. Hi, Sumaya. How are you? Hi. I just wanted to say I agree with what you were saying earlier in your scripture, and um, you know I don't have any questions, but. Uh, you know, and it was like divine appointment that I called in because I am not on talk show that much as, as much as I was. And uh, I just felt like, okay, now's the time to dial. And it was just when you were starting. So huh. it was, you know, divine appointment, I think. Um, and I really do want to encourage people to get back to the Bible and... You know, I say, I've said this before, but anybody who needs to know about spiritual war, warfare, all they have to do is go back to the Old Testament. There's hundreds of examples of how God stayed with his people through a lot of challenges. And that's where I find a lot of encouragement because, yes, Christ came, he showed us love and peace, but some of us are targeted because we were so loving and peaceful. Mm-hmm. We were healers and counselors and nurses, um, teachers, you know. Uh, our loving peacefulness is why they think they could overcome us. So now we can strengthen ourselves, like you said, get stronger through the targeting by finding the tools and the wisdom that are in the Old Testament as well. We didn't forget about that, and um, that's all I wanted to say. Amen. Thank you so much, Samaya. And thank you for stopping by, too. I really appreciate that. Thank you. I'm glad you still got your call going. and uh, I like the new time. I like your new schedule, so. You do? Okay, good. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, because I do other stuff in the early part of the day and later part of the day. And I'm in mountain time. It's like four-ish. This is a good time for me, John. Yeah, good. Okay. Well, remember, too, that the archives are there for for anyone who might miss the calls. Okay. Thank you, Samaya. I'll put you on hold. Okay. Thank you. Okay, star eight. We have a couple questions of the day, or say whatever's on your mind. Let's just see how everybody's doing. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Who's speaking, please? This is Kevin. Kevin, hi. How are you? Doing all right. Okay. Did you want to say anything? Um, not really. Okay. I'll put you on hold. Thank you for calling in. Okay. Um, Star 8, if you'd like to speak. Hello? 
Yeah, Renata. Um, you hear me? Yes. Okay. We can hear you. Go right ahead, Jerome. Um, got an entire thing to say today. This, uh, they're messing with my phone, so um, we'll go through. Yeah. Um. Oh, where to start? Oh, let me let me start with the questions. Um, you said, uh, can you choose happiness? Was that one of the uh, one of the yes. questions? Yes. 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 Really, choose happiness. Uh, it's a it's a choice you make every day. You make a choice to be happy or to be sad. No matter what you're going through, you are the master of your destiny. You can control not the situation that's happening, not the situation that's unfolding, but you're the master of how you react to the situation that's unfolding. So can you choose happiness? Absolutely. You can choose happiness. You can choose sadness. You can choose depression, or you can choose to fight, or you can choose to move. And you know what I'm coming to realize, Jerome? as far as choosing happiness and everything, you can also choose peace. And I'm really trying to master that peace that only God can give us, that really cannot be disturbed. No matter what's happening around us, that peace within cannot be disturbed. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's, um, so you can absolutely choose happiness. And what you said, is there a plan for my twilight years? Um, I, I have to say, honestly, um, I'm winging it. <laughs> it's not good. It's like I'm totally Indiana Jones, uh, hanging off the uh, hanging off his whip, just swinging across a cliff. And uh, you know, uh, I, I think I think I'll be okay. It's um, you know, hopefully God will send me a, a, a mate that I can be with, and we can share our twilight years together and just enjoy. Um, do I have a plan? I, I'm I'm leaving it all to um to God, and I'm. I have a, a, a very loose uh, framework financially, but uh, I didn't do any extensive planning. Um, what was the other question, Renata? Let's see, because it was sort of three questions in one. And let me, you just mentioned, you just said how you didn't plan, and thank you for being honest with that, because I kind of really didn't either. And um, yeah. and now, you know, you wake up and all of a sudden you're in your 50s and 60s. So to any young people listening, uh, put some money away. Get you a 401K if your job offers it. And, uh, yeah, and start putting money away because the years go by extremely fast. Don't they, Jerome? Yes, they do. You know, before you look around, it's, it's in your face. So, um, yeah, what was the third question, Um Okay, let me see here. Let's see. I said that the lady said that um, she chose to think more more positive than negative. Um, she chose happiness. So I guess, can, do, can you choose to think more positive? And also, um, she said it's important to have a relationship with God. So do you do you think the spiritual aspect of life is very important, or can you get by without that, or... Deep, deep. Yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, again, you can choose. Uh, you can choose pos- positive thinking over negative thinking. The way you live your life, uh, you know, it, it it affects you. The way you see life, the way you talk to yourself, the way you allow others to uh, to uh, talk to you. Um, you can choose positive. Someone can call you a name, but you don't have to put up with it. Someone can say this or say that, but you don't have to put up with it. Um, you know, so things happen in life, but you don't have to say, "Oh my God, I'm beat. I'm, I'm, 
at the end of my rope, there's no way I can go. You can choose positive, you know, positive affirmations, positive self-talk, positive outlook. You know, it won't change the situation altogether or instantly, but it affects you. Words affect your body. Words affect your energy level. Words affect the way your chi flows, you know, your outlook, you know, the people you hang out with, the people, the way you allow people to talk to you. Can you choose positive? Absolutely. Um, you can choose positive and negative, just like the uh, first question there. You can absolutely um, live your life in a positive way. Um, you know, exercise, positive self-talk. Uh, don't talk down uh, to yourself. Don't talk down, you know, about yourself. Don't say negative things about yourself. Say positive things. You know, I'm number one. Um, you know, every day and every way I'm going to be done and better. Things like that. It it helps. It helps your mind uh, set. Because we've been, they're trying to whoop us down. They're trying to beat us down. We're trying, trying to uh, put us into a fine gel. They're trying to beat us down into a fine gel where we don't exist. They want us to be non-human. That is a casket. That's a good work for, uh, for a perpetrator. You know, if you if you can lose your mind or pop your cork and, and you're in a mental institution talking to yourself and, you know, your mind is gone forever, That that's to them that's a job well done. So they're trying to do that to you. So why would you do it to yourself? You know, uh, don't sure. talk negatively. Keep yourself in a positive way. And yeah, I got a, I, I got more stuff to say here. Um, okay, can you come back in a few minutes? Because I know you did want to share some things with us. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Thank you. Don't let All me right. forget. Okay. okay. All right. Okay, star eight, if you would like to speak. And there was another question that I wanted to throw in there, and I can't remember why this came up for me during the week. But um, do you have a reason to believe you're microchipped? And if so, how do you think that happened? I can't remember. Something made me think about that during the week, so I wanted to pose that to you guys. Um, I personally think most people are microchipped at this point, especially new babies being born. They're probably microchipped at birth, and we probably were too. Who knows? Um, but a lot of people say that they believe that they have been microchipped during surgeries, um, during dental visits, and I'm just curious. Do you have any reason to believe that you are microchipped? All right, star eight. Hello. Hi, Renata. It's Arlene. How are you? Good. How are you, Arlene? Um, good. Um. So on the questions, um, I choose every morning I get up, and I choose a happy life. And Good. um I and how don't do you do that, Arlene? Or how do you do that? Pardon? Maybe you can share with others. Is it how do you choose a happy life? Is it positive affirmations? What do you do to um, choose that? Well, um, every other what's a good thing is is that I had I go to Catholic college so I took a religion class it was mandatory so that helped me get back in touch with the Bible Old Testament and New Testament and I learned a lot from reading the scriptures there and then at my work I'm very fortunate that they allow us to have Bible study so I go every Monday for a half hour we have Bible study and um, you um, it's just the Bible, actually, reading the Bible that gets, you know, that motivates you. But every morning when I wake up, if I wake up the next morning, I'm thankful I'm awake, and I just choose to be happy because if I don't, 
then they win and I become a product of somebody that is not a good person that lashes out. And I see, hear that with some people. They're just so frustrated. And, and I understand their frustration, but I just can't allow anyone to see me that except to see that I'm happy. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I do have moments where I feel alone, but um, that's when I get on the pod calls like this one. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I realize that there's other TIs that maybe because I go to work every day and I go to school, I mean, the targeting is there, but I feel that I have a right to be there just like anyone else, just like you. Okay. You deserve to be Very in the market. Good. You deserve to be at the ATM withdrawing money. You deserve to have a job, health care. You deserve mm-hmm. a 401k. We all do. Even though we're targeted, sometimes we forget, and maybe if we don't get out as much, we might tend to, like, let these things get into us. So I took a step, and two months ago, I started the SoCal TI Social Group. And what it is is it's just to get out once a month. For the first time, we met at the beach. The second time is December the 2nd, 16th. We're going to meet at a pizza parlor in Cerritos. So um, I just wanted to share that because I'm thinking that maybe someone that's reluctant for, to come out, once they get out and get a breath of fresh air and they can, they socialize with their fellow TIs, I feel like it will help them, and it will help them. Now, where are you located, Arlene? Where are you located? I live in Pico Rivera, California. Where Where is that? That's about, uh, it's in the suburbs of Los Angeles. So I am probably like about 15 minutes east of downtown L.A. Okay, so if anyone is interested, and I think that is wonderful and beautiful that you started the um, social group. I, I, that's that's just great. So if there's anyone listening that are, is in your area, how can they get in touch with you? Okay, so anyways, I um, I can give my home number right now. It's area code 562. Two two two, two two three two. So that's a very easy number to remember. And also, my email address is a r l a three a at yahoo dot com, and that's also an easy email address. It's just a r l a three eight at yahoo dot com. Now, I do Terry. You know Terry in Oregon. Terry, um, he allows. I email my information to him. And he will post uh, when I have a social gathering on his website. Okay. And so basically my goal is is the group is small right now, but I'm hoping in time that um, more TIs will be able to come, will want to come, and they'll see that we're just getting together to talk. It's not, you know, you don't have to, it's not about talking about your targeting. It's like getting to know the person, like, What's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? Yeah. What's your favorite child memory? You know, right. it's just these common things that maybe if you don't work, maybe say you're retired and, and you're targeted, you don't get out as much because you're already retired. I go to work every day. I have to support myself. I'm single. And fortunately, I've been at my place of employment for 27 years. Knock on wood, everything's going fine. I do get targeted, but I choose not to let anybody keep me from going into that building and doing my job, even though I'm targeted. 
I need that income, and I have a 401k and a retirement, and I can't afford to lose that at all. I'm I'm just like everyone else. I'm a good employee, and I come to work. So in that, I thought, you know, there's people that maybe just can't get out, and, and maybe if they don't have a car, we could work out carpool arrangements. Like the other day, I got an email from someone that lives in Riverside, which is 40 minutes away, asking me in January if I could pick a place out in Riverside. So I said, you know what, you pick a place because you know a few people out there. So in January, we have a tentative meeting at Denny's. So it's not just like it has to be in one place or one location. I want to do it in different places, and hopefully someone will be motivated and want to start having their own social events for the community around them. So it's almost like the meetup group. Yeah, just like a meetup group. That's just wonderful. to have fun. Now just and be careful stuff. that that just be careful that everyone is truly who they say they are. That's the only cost. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and I realize that sometimes that, you know, well we separate from that we have the alley meeting for TIs through Pax International. And yes. um, you know, sometimes you do have people come and you you realize there's something not right, but at the same time, you know, you want to be gracious to them because you could misjudge them and stuff. But, yeah. you know, um, that's why we're meeting in public places so that, you know, it'll be safety, but safety in numbers for those that are truly targeted individuals. You know, in time, you kind of weed them out and they stop coming to the meetings. They come one time and then you never see them again. Mm. Okay. You know, well, but, good. you know. Um, I think just think it's something just to start off with and, you know, just have a good time. Enjoy life with the companies of other ones. Because, you know, because we're all targeted, it kind of ties us in. Like we're, we are a family because we have something in common that no one else can relate to. That's true. Very true. Now, someone in the chat room mentioned that you were um, on the Vice Gang Stalking video. Is that true? Yes. Yes, I was okay. on the video. Um, I was on the video for the alley meeting. Um, unfortunately, you know, if you watch the documentary, he has other other uh, TIs that I did not know existed in LA, and some of them, you know, were, uh, you know, it kind of get made TIs. One of them, I thought, kind of made TIs look like we're really out there. And I did email the uh, producer Sebastian regarding that. And so I asked him, because they are thinking about doing another video, but it's going to be strictly about gang stalking. So I told him if he does it again to consider the social issues and not go off but to stick to the core of the story. So um, he took it under um, advisement. And I've seen there's other TIs that are in the video that I've never seen in our meetings. So I forward my information to him and asked him, since he can't disclose their information, if he could just forward my email to them if they're interested. Okay. Yeah. So okay. it was an interesting. Um, it was an interesting taping. Hmm. I didn't know it was, I was going to come at? out though. Where, where, <laughs> uh-huh. where did you guys film at? Where was the filming? At? We filmed at Round Table Pizza in the city of Hawthorne. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it was it was uh, really good uh, taping and stuff. Um, uh, he was honest and he 
was still having a hard time believing, but because he knows the numbers are so high and consistent, he does believe there's something going on in as far as targeting, but it was just hard for him to understand. But he was, you know, able to interview us and not be biased in any way, which I did appreciate. That's good. I think there's enough information out there now where people can do their research and kind of come to the conclusion that this stuff really is happening. Yes, that's true. And, um, you know, hopefully in time, um, I hope the momentum picks up. For me, I post my targeting personally on social media. And um, I've I've connected with other TIs that – you know, um, don't want to give up any much information about themselves, but if I post something, they will post, like, um, uh, tips for me. Like, if I was getting targeted in my face really bad, and someone was like, okay, you need to try this face barrier cream. This will help your face. And mm-hmm. just things like that. People will post things. And I've never, ever had any negative comments. I was surprised. But everyone's been helpful or they just give me thumbs up, thumbs down. It doesn't matter. At least I know people are thinking. Right. Very good. Well, you keep up the good work. It sounds like you're doing some very positive things, and you have a positive outlook on this whole thing. Yes. I've only been in it a year, and I, you know, I know there's people that have been in it 20, 30 years, so I just hope, like, I can maintain this 15. I mean, I hope it ends. Tomorrow, but I mean, as long as it goes, my goal is just to maintain this positiveness and not really like let it really enter inside me where it bothers me. And I think that's for me. I was raised a Christian, even though I don't go to church all the time. I have the foundation from my youth, and I really think that's what helps me be, be stable and have a happy outlook right now as an adult. Right. So all those Good. times our parents made us sit in church and listen and <laughs> it was do for everything, a reason, right? <laughs> it paid off. <laughs> yes, it was for a reason. Cross your legs. Keep your legs they together. Knew, Only dress They knew to what church. they were doing. <laughs> yes. So, so I could say it helped me. Well, the Bible says train a child up the way you want them to go, and they will not depart. And and it's true. It's like they, they planted the seed within us. Yes. And you know what? That seed is there. Sometimes we forget about it, but it's always there growing. Uh It's always there. It never goes away. And, you know, I like, you know, having your calls on Sundays. I mean, it's very good, too. You're doing very well, you know, helping everybody. And you're always, your voice, I like your voice, is very calming. And you just listen to people no matter what they say, and you just give the respect, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much. To God be the glory. I really appreciate it. Amen. Okay. I will put you on hold. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Start eight if you would like to speak. We have so many questions going, and I have more. These questions just come in my mind during the week, and I jot them down and bring them to you guys. Food for thought. Um, okay. I just added a question, which was, do you have reason to believe that you are microchipped? Do you have any reason to believe that? 
You know, because, I mean, in the TI community, I hear it all the time. Everybody's microchipped, everybody's microchipped. But do you have a legitimate reason to to believe that you may know, you know, when it happened for you? Um, also, how do you plan to take care of yourself in your twilight years? I am fastly approaching my twilight years, um, and it just came to me like, wow. I mean, I, I'm the type, I don't really want my children to take care of me because I want them to go on with their life, and, you know, hopefully one day they'll have families that they'll need to take care of. So how how do you plan to take care of yourself financially? Where do you plan to live? You know, will you have a roommate? You know, just what's what's the plan? I just want everybody to start thinking about that because we have to, you know, we don't want to find ourselves in a bad situation. Um, I don't know. I don't remember the details of this, but I remember reading something about uh, China because they had that, that one-child rule in China for so many years. I don't know if they still have that. I can't, I think they got rid of that rule. But for years they had where the, the couples could only have one child. And so they say now they have a whole community of senior citizens who have no one to take care of them. And so they put them all in this little community, and they're just walking around lonely and barely making it because they don't, you know, they didn't have very many children. And they're the, the one child that they had, some of them, the child is deceased. Some of them, they haven't heard from the from the child, you know. So it's a, it's a bad situation. So we just need to think about our twilight years. Also, I had mentioned the lady who turned 102. She said her uh, key to longevity was that she chose happiness. She said there were some things that happened in her life, but she chose to overall celebrate happiness and to be uh, live her life in a more positive way and not focus on the negative. And also she maintained a relationship with the Lord. So those are the questions. Start eight if you would like to comment. Or anything else, you don't have to comment on those questions. Hello. Hi, Renata. It is Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm hanging in there. Good. Uh, yeah. Um, I just uh, haven't been in a while, and, you know, I got assaulted the other day, so, I, you know, kind of just wanted to come on and let people know that that happened to me. And just Tell us about it. I'm sorry to hear that. Tell us about it. Okay. Uh, I was just standing in line at Safeway waiting to pick up my medication. And you know they do the bumping and the grinding and the wiggling and they do that all day. And This guy, it, he, it was impossible for him to fall into me the way he did. He's a terrible actor. Okay. Yeah. So I got I gave chase after him in that store. And mm-hmm. and you know, um so then uh some guy came, I guess he was a nurse that walked in the back. You know, they brought him and the security guard and uh, some other man, they all grabbed me. And you know how they put your hands over your head and stuff? Yeah. And they, yeah, they all grabbed me because I did stumble after I gave chase to him and knocked over a display, and I also picked up something and threw at him because 
it's impossible for him to have fell into me on accident. It's impossible. Okay? So, you know, and then so they threw me out Safeway, and I stood there waiting for the police because my basket and my purse was inside. So um, the security guard was telling me that I should get a lawyer because no one had the right to put their hands on me except him. Okay. So the guy that put his hands on me, I think he worked as a nurse. They have a little clinic there. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm just going through this every day. Every time I leave out of my house, somebody wants to fight me. Even the disabled people want to fight me. Every time I leave out of my house, I, I ignore most of all this stuff. I ignore it. But uh, that right there, you know you know their little drama, how they do it, and, oh, excuse me, and all that stuff. So uh, that was just well, one day. Hmm? Well, a couple things come to mind. Number one, I will follow the advice of that security guard. If that, if that person who fell into you if they worked for, I don't know, Safeway or the clinic there or whatever, you really should file a claim against that person and their insurance because let's just say it was an accident. He still fell on you and he still harmed you. So you should go to the doctor and you should. We, it is time for us to start filing actions against these people. Same thing with the people who hit me with the car, you know. Um because we can't let them keep getting away with that. So, yeah, I think you should go ahead and file a claim. For those well, of you who don't know, Cheryl, Cheryl lives here in California, and the way that they target her, and I don't think she minds me saying because she said on this call a, long, a lot of times, is um, they're very physical with her. They do a lot of touching, and they want to fight her. Like every day she goes through physical assaults. So, um if you don't get that and you're targeting, then thank God, because it's not a comfortable thing. Um, I, I, I can relate because I get that kind of stuff too. I was on the elevator going up BART because they like to take the stairs out, so I have to walk up the stairs. So some days I feel like walking up, some days I don't. So this particular day, they like to target me with bicycles, love to target me with bicycles. Bicycles are just everywhere. So this particular day, this by this man is standing there at the elevator with the bicycle, and he just abruptly said, "I'm getting on." Like you know, if mm. I'm get, if he's getting on, I can't get on. So you know, I ignore. I don't. I just don't. I don't respond. I don't. I don't feel a need to respond. And so when the elevator came, he got on, and there was still room for me. So I got on. Oh, that made him mad. He that man assaulted me with that bike like you wouldn't believe. The bike was rolling all over my feet. He took the tires. He hit my legs. It was terrible. It was terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was terrible. That man was literally steaming mad because I got on that elevator. So I know what you mean about these assaults. Um, make sure you film as much as you can, even if it's over, because I know this stuff happens so fast. But even if you can get the aftermath of it, turn your camera on, and say, why did you fall on me like that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, when they had me outside, in the, we were waiting on the ponies because they wouldn't allow me back in the store. So that was three men on top of me. 
okay? So the police came, and I told them, he touched me inappropriately, okay? So they go back in and talk with the uh, Safeway manager, and she comes out. She is very violent, you know? They disregarded what I said happened to me, you know? So the guy didn't want to press charges, and they, the store didn't want to press charges. So I called a corporate, you know, a week later, and I asked him because I want to see the video. I want to see that guy get that on purpose, and he touched me inappropriately. So, of course, corporate said I had to have a subpoena from the court system in order for me to uh, to, to view the video because I, you know, you can, still in, follow, you can still file a lawsuit on the strength of being hurt, you know, of, of him hurting you, hurting your body when he fell on you. Even if it was an accident, he still fell on you. But we know it wasn't an accident, but let's just say it was. He still fell on you while he was at work. No, no. This guy that bumped into me, he's just a patron. Okay, the nurse that worked there attacked me. Oh, the Safeway has a clinic, a little clinic, and this nurse worked in the clinic. He came out, and I guess the butcher came out, and then finally the security guard came. So this is three Safeway. Why did the nurse touch you? Why did the nurse touch you? What does the nurse have to do with it? Well, I, I have no idea where he came from. All I know is that I was trying to get to that guy because you know that was that was the last that was the final straw. That that was the final straw. These people is just they psychotic. They, and the government hired the right people. They hired the right people. I give it to them because these people that are messing with me are, are it just don't even make sense the stuff they do to me. I'm gonna say this and then I'm gonna let you go on with your show. My daughter cut off all her hair. So I went to an event here the other day, and I said, my hair is falling out. Let me get the guy to just to shape it up a little bit. Do you know this barber? They they got him to cut all my hair off. He what cut do you it mean? Off. He what do you cut mean? All, it looks, I look like a boy. He Did you ask all, why to be cut off like that? I asked him to shape it up. I have like a little afro. I asked him to shape it up, and and he just cut it all off. I have no hair on my head, and I I was just I didn't want to make a scene, you know. So I just got up and just left. But they got him to do that. Yes, they got, yes. You have seen my videos of when I go to the hair salon and what they do to me. They like to assault me there. They like to hit me every time I come in that place. Um, so, yes, they do get these uh, uh, barber people involved. That, oh, I'm so yeah. sorry to hear that. Well, you know what? It's only hair. It will grow back. But I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah. But, I, you know, it, life is still beautiful. It is still beautiful. Yeah. You know? And I, I make it home every day, and I'll be like, I'll be, what, what I'm going to do tomorrow? <laughs> and why did your what daughter is- cut her hair off? Oh, she just, you know, styled. That's the style she wanted. So she sent me a picture. She has short hair. 
And so when I was at the thing, I said, well, since she got short hair, let me ask him just to shape it up. And when he cut off all my hair, the perp in back was saying, she did tell him. They agitate. They like to agitate. She did tell him just to shape it up. Well, you know, at the very least, you should have told him I'm not paying for that because that's not what I asked for. No, they were free haircuts. They were free. Yeah. They was, were doing it for the community, but I know that they told him to cut up all. When I go to get my hair done, I have to go in there with my camera on, and that's a shame. Mm. But I, I tell them I'm recording everything because you guys assault me every time I come in here. Mm-hmm. And then I put it on YouTube. It don't make no sense to have to go through that. Oh, my God. And it's like I heard the, the lady you were talking to, she said she only been going through this for a year. I'm like, I'm on my ninth year, okay? Yeah. Nineteen years. And yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, my goodness. Is she, well, she doing good for her first year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, God gives us the strength to, to continue on through this, though. He's, he strengthens us every day. Yeah. And last thing, um, has, did I do something to you? And you, you got upset with me? Well, um, you want me to be honest? Yeah. Okay. So the last time you came to this call that I remember, or the last time we spoke on this call, you made a comment that uh, that one time we had spoken on the phone and you felt that I asked too many questions, and so you felt that I was a perk, which is, which is fine. I mean, anybody's entitled to feel however they feel because I know who I am, so that kind of thing doesn't bother me. But then you made the comment that, so that's why you said you stopped calling me. And then you said, because you felt that I was a perp because I asked too many questions. And then you said that one day you was really going through it with the targeting. And you said to yourself, well, even if she is a perp, I need somebody to talk to. I'll call anyway. Well, that hurt my feelings because I really do care for you. And I feel bad about everything that you go through, you know, and, um, I feel, I felt like that's saying, okay, well, she's a perk, but I'm going to go ahead and use her because I need somebody to talk to. And I don't allow people to use me. So that's, that's, that's. I, I, I figured that's what I, I, I put my foot in my mouth all the time. I figured that's what happened because I did call you to tell you that I had found that video uh, that lady on first 48 hours where she had killed her sister because people were following her. Yeah. And when you didn't return my car, I sat here, I said, well, well what could it be? And and I thought that that's what it was. But at well, this point, I, I'm like, I, right, right now, my trust level is like zero <laughs> with everybody. Yeah. And I apologize if I said that, and I agree. I wouldn't let nobody use me either, and I did say that. So I apologize if I hurt your feelings. But I kind of miss you. You know, I'm well, I miss you, too. <laughs> I'm I miss you, to too. And I, accept, I, do, I accept your apology. I do accept your apology. I miss you, too. I still pray for you. And I, um, I understand how this program works, and it will turn us against each other. It's designed to do that. Um, however, I've come to the point where so many people have called me a perp, and I know in my heart that I – 
mean good in this community. I'm by far not a perfect person. I'm not saying that, but I I put in my work <laughs> in this community, and I just come to the conclusion that if people truly feel that I'm a perp, then they shouldn't deal with me. Because if I feel, if I truly believe that you're a perp or someone else is a perp, I don't deal with perps. So I'm not going to continue to call you. So I say to myself, these people, I get text messages, people saying you're a perp, you this, you're that. So if people truly feel I'm a perp, why are they still calling me? I don't understand that. Why are you calling me? So I'm just not dealing with those people anymore. But I do understand how this whole mind control thing works. So I'm just letting people be who they are, and I'm choosing not to allow myself to be used. Well, I agree with you. I agree, and and I won't bother you, but, you know, I'll come on the show and I'll listen, but uh, I'm having that problem with everybody in my life, everybody. So I apologize on my part. I do accept your apology. Yeah. I do. I accept your apology, and I will call you tomorrow. How about that? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I appreciate it. Okay. No problem. And I'm sorry that you're going through all that targeting. That's, that's, That's terrible. Stay strong, Cheryl. Don't let them push. You know, we have to work on our triggers because we know, we already know. I don't have to keep repeating it. It's designed to set us up and, you know, get you put in jail and all of that, and we don't want to see Mm -hmm. that happen to you. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, my number is still the same. If you want me to tell you again or anybody on the line can have it if they want to call me, you know. Okay, go ahead. Give it up. 916 Four one seven three five nine eight, and anyone could call. And I, I'm a good listener, so if you've got a bitch or complain, excuse me, I'll I can sit and listen. <laughs> All right, thank you, Cheryl. I'll talk to you okay. later. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. Things happen. People have misunderstandings, um, and it's a good thing when we can rectify the situation because they really do want us to all be separated and divided and you know and um, things like this also helps me to see myself because I know sometimes I can have like a zero tolerance but I you know I need to work on that hello James James are you there James okay I'm put you on hold all right, start eight when you come back to the phone, James. Let's see. All right. Let me get some of these people who have not spoken, and then I'll come to you, Jerome. Hello, Florida. Hello. Hi. Yes, I was just gonna post a um, a link to where uh, perks are actually uh, advertising on the internet and what they do and uh, how they destroy people. And oh. they actually, yeah, they actually have a website called nefariousjobs dot com. <clears throat> oh yeah, and. Oh, yeah. uh, so are you seeing that? I have, but go ahead and tell the people who are listening in case they have not. What's your name? Uh, my name is Douglas. Douglas. Okay, please uh, share, Douglas. Go right ahead. Yeah, well, 
uh, that's all it is. It's just um, it, it's a, a website that where if you want something um, done to someone you don't like or have a grievance with, they'll uh, do everything for money, of course, <clears throat> to uh, ruin their life. And they can harass them. They can break up relationships. They uh, can make them lose their jobs, stuff like this. Then they have they have different uh, degrees of what they do things at. And uh, one of them is uh, one is called total annihilation, annihilation, which I mean, I guess you know the full gamut of destroying the relationship, the job, get them put in jail, Isn't and all that, that awesome? stuff. Yeah. So and they actually have a website, and I'll put it in the chat room um, so people can just look at it for themselves. Okay, and please just, do that. Thank you so much. Just, yeah, okay. I'll just put it on the perps ad, advertising, and okay. uh, I'll, put the, I'll put the link there. Thank you so much. Now, can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. Um, we have several questions of the day. Let me just pick one for you, if you don't mind. Do uh-huh. you um, do you have any reason to believe that you're microchipped? Um, a, a little bit. Um, I got some lumps on my body, which I don't know what they are from, mm-hmm. and I'm really not sure. So, um, I think it's possible, but I also know that. Uh, like Dr. Duncan says, uh, Robert Duncan, you don't have to be chipped anymore, which I believe also. Yep. So um, I believe it's possible, um, but again, it's not necessary. So, but I'm going to check it out. Yes. In fact, uh, I was just watching a video how you can disable these chips with a, a stun gun and copper wiring and mm. apply it to... Yeah, apply it to the um, parts of your body. He did it to his head. He said his pain level went from like a 10 down to a 1 by disabling these uh, implants. Well, be careful. We're putting wires and things around your body. Yeah, well, that's, no, he does it. No, he does, he does it with a uh, YouTube video. So and that's what he said. If you're afraid you're going to zap your head or something like that, um, don't worry about it because he did it to himself showing it showing himself doing it to himself and he says it doesn't zap you you know but the stun gun it, well, of course he says don't use the points where the um where the zapping actually occurs those little points of the stun gun itself the kind that have a looks like a u and have little points on either side he goes don't touch mm-hmm. those of course because when you assemble this uh, device with copper wiring you can um It'll divert to where it doesn't zap you, but it will knock out the uh, chips, the implants, yes. And so that's why I said, you know, his pain level went from a 10 to a 1. So it's working for him. You know, if you think you do, you just try it out. Okay. Well, thank you for that information. Maybe you can put the link to that video in the chat room as well. I'm I'm going to. I'll go find it, and I'll, I'll put it in the chat room too. Okay. Thanks so much. Okay. Okay, have a great right. day. You do. Bye. Okay, we have a bunch of questions for today. Star 8, if you would like to weigh in. Hello? 
Hey, okay. peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. You hear me? Yes. How are you? Hey, I'm maintaining. I'm learning every day. Learning, learning, learning. Like that lady that she's 102 years old. Mm-hmm. You got to know how. For me, hey, I'm happy whether I'm eating. I think the most high y'all, whether I'm eating some steak or some bologna. Okay? Because <laughs> the way that God works, if you're going to be happy for the small things, and then God going to say, what the hell, I'm going to give you some big things, bro. If you complain about bologna, why should I give you steak? How does that okay. scripture go? You be a good steward over mom. Oh gosh, what's that scripture? Uh, a rule, a um, good steward over small things, and that's that's the word. Um, but then he'll make you a ruler over many. That's right. You got to be grateful, man. I'm grateful for everything because I'm I'm even grateful for all this uh this program I've been in since I've been in the world since I was an embryo because all it mm-hmm. did wake me up, got me stronger. That's true. And it, and you ask me if I'm chipped. I know I'm chipped because every time when I take go uh, catch an airplane flight and go through the X-ray machine, uh, they they start asking me. Oh, I got about six or seven spots. They showed me on uh, on the screen where I'm chipped at, oh. and they asked me what the hell happened. Yeah, so I'm chipped everywhere. I'm, I'm chipped more. I got more chips than Lay's potato chips, so it don't bother me. Your 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 doctor showed you. No, when you catch an airplane, you know how you go through TSA, and for some reason, some people, some for some reason, some people they don't send them through the X-ray machine. But me, I always get through the X-ray machine, and then they start asking me questions and say, "Ask me, uh, all them spots I got about seven spots, uh, where I'm chipped and microchip from my knee to my foot, all the way up to my shoulder, my neck, and my head." Mm. But it don't it don't bother me. I, uh, I've been operating on more than a, a, a Herman the Monster Frankenstein, so it don't bother me. So I did like I like that lady just said, uh, 102. I, it's fun to me. Every day I wake up, it's, I just look at a video where a guy was an electrician working on the power line, got electrocuted, and on a, a, almost a 200-foot a, a uh, tower, he got electrocuted, but he landed and hit the ground. He was burnt a little bit. And so when I saw that today, I say I'm blessed because I'm an electrician too, and but uh, I've been uh, here a few times and nothing like that. And uh, oh yeah, I used to be like that lady that was talking a minute ago where she was getting into it with everybody. Okay? Yeah. And so I realized, hell, I changed me. Once I changed myself, it wasn't them; it was me. So I changed myself, my energy. I don't get into it with nobody hardly. No one. No, I mean, it's life is lovely. But here's the thing about that. Here's the thing about that. That's good in theory. Like I'm, I'm, I'm more of a quiet, introverted person. Cheryl, that's the lady who was talking. Her name is Cheryl. Um, mm-hmm. She, she's to herself, you know. Um, and we can be like that, and that's fine. I don't care. If people don't ever talk to me. I, I'm good. I, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay. But the problem comes when they start putting their hands on you. You can't ignore that. You cannot ignore. When people are falling on you like they did her, when the man's assaulting me with a bicycle, you know the bicycle is basically beating me up. How do you ignore that? I you know, know how I do you, that. How, how, how do question. you change you? How do you change? I change me. I be. I be aware. I'm gonna tell you how I do that. I be aware. I be. I be able to move real fast. I'm about six five, about three hundred pounds, but I always be able to move. Get yourself an exit. Okay. Always, like if you, that's what they tell you. If you go in the room, always find the exit. So you got to be able to move, bob and weave, man. Okay, that's how I changed myself. Even though I'm 60, 
I'm going to see you after letter. I know how to move. The cat tried to touch me up an electrician the other day when I had to move about six switches. The dog on general contractor came up to me talking about he wanted to write on the wall for the uh, patch. He tried to reach out and touch me. I, I saw I don't like nobody touching me. I moved out the way real fast. Okay? Okay. I, I, have, I have had situations where I was able to move, but right. I have also had situations where I didn't see it coming. You can't always see behind you. I'm not always going to be walking, looking behind me like I'm paranoid or something. So, I mean, yeah, in some situations, yeah, you can you can bob and weave, like you said. But in other situations, you just you can't, to be honest. Yeah. You really can't. I'm, look here, you got to learn or uh, take some Tai Chi, okay, and some matcha. I don't like to talk about what I know because that ain't me. I don't do that. But I uh, once I start taking stuff and learn how to bob and weave, and your senses will go up. All right. It, see, it's all. It's not about them. It's always about me. Cause me, whatever somebody say about me is not my business. Okay. Y'all can call me anything but a child of God. I don't care. Like the other time when I was on here, when somebody started talking and bumping their gun about me, hey, I got the alligator skin. I don't care what no, whatever somebody say about me is not my business. And, and uh, I can I can deal with all that too. But the putting hands that's a whole different level. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've had my foot run over. I've had how do you see it coming when you sitting at a conference room table with twenty of your coworkers and somebody kicked the heck out of you under the table? How do you see that coming? Expect the unexpected. Coming. Expect the unexpected. Okay, so when you are being assaulted, it's only natural that you, you need to respond to that, you know? Yeah. That's right. I can dig it. I can see what you're saying. But all it did is made my spider senses sharper. Okay. Very once in a while, I might get caught off guard when people bump into me. I keep it moving, man. Don't me if you bump into me. Oh well, I don't give a damn. I don't care. I don't, I don't care nothing about nothing like that. That's irrelevant. See, whatever they do to get under your skin, they win. So I don't let nobody under my skin. Okay. If well, uh, yes, you're right. And most of the time I, I don't respond either. But at the same time, we should not have to be subjected to being assaulted. Those are assaults. Well, we, we shouldn't should have, to, have be, to be. You're right. I agree. I agree. But and it Cheryl is what it is. I should not have yes. been jumped by three men. I can dig it. She ain't got no man. Because if somebody do that to my woman, then I'm coming. Okay. If anybody do that to my woman, my sister, my cousin, and no, my niece. No, she doesn't. No, she's a single lady. No, she does. She does not. Well. Well, I'm, that's the type of man I, I represent for for women. Okay, if I see if a woman if I see a woman getting assaulted, I got to come to aid. A, a woman, a child, a dog, anything that's just me. But uh, 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 you had another question you had out there about uh, see, I'm I'm sixty, and every and uh, I never I didn't even plan to get sixty. I, when I was twenty and nineteen, I didn't think about getting old. And right. you, know, you know how it go when uh, other people can plan stuff and it work out just right. But mm-hmm. me, when, when I plan something, I always got to uh, come with a plan and then expect to change the plan and work another plan and bob and weed. So and I learned uh, what, what an old dude told me one time, to make it in America, you either got to have a skill or a scheme. Okay, thank God I learned a, a skill, and so, but I'm still trying to pick out a scheme. So I'll, I'll be 60, and, and I mean, I'm be uh, I'm I'm 69. So I'm thinking about slowing down retirement. So I'm still in the process. Whatever I need, God will provide. So I don't even worry about it. As long as I uh, I'm in the union, and uh, I got a little bit of stash, but I don't worry about that. When that, that day comes, it's all good. As long as I, okay. I take one step, 
I take one step, God take two. Some things, like, like the things say, you can't worry about yesterday. And don't worry about tomorrow. You got to stay in the present. That's why God called right now a gift. It's the present. And peace, I'm gonna have, I have fun with this every day. Even though they try to come at me with stupid stuff, I'm glad. It's fun to me, man. They, 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 all they did is make me laugh at this stuff here. Because the devil time is up. And he know it's time up. He can't, I'm just like, a, a, what is his name, MC Hammond. He can't touch this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, you didn't say MC Hammer. <laughs> That's right. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. I, I let somebody talk peace and blessings. Stay strong. You're doing a good job. I love you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Peace and blessings to you as well. Okay, star eight, if you would like to speak. I'm going to get back over here to my computer. Star eight. Hello? Hello. Hey. Be at the phone when we get to you. Hello, Jerome. Yeah, hi there. Um, yeah, let me turn on the radio a little bit. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Um, there's some questions I didn't answer. Um, about religion, spirituality. Um, it. Uh, I think you asked the question. Yeah, it uh, absolutely helps uh, you through the situation. I. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I have not been to church for like 20 years, <laughs> about 20 years. Um, but uh, just due to the situation, I. Um, I had to, um, you know, look upon religion uh, as a reinforcement for my spiritual um you know for the spiritual battle I'm going through so um yeah it's relevant and it helps a lot just being uh you know it's kind of like uh it's kind of like affirmation it's something positive that um that rises you up and uh, gives you energy to uh fight this beast fight this demon um so absolutely spirituality is in, is important i think that was one of the questions you asked i think there was a yeah but um, yeah, what I wanted to say, there was something that I was going through. So yeah, I hear every every well, well, the people that have been stating their their point that um, you know, they've been they're in this um, you know battle on how they feel, and the, you know they feel beat down. And yeah, we're we're all going through uh, through through uh, some things here. Like I found some uh, information about the neighborhood that I'm in. Um, there have been some things going on uh, regarding the lady that I was with and her daughter. Her daughter is dating this drug dealer in the neighborhood. He was trying to pass himself off as, as some good guy, but um, I think he's like a uh, you know he's got a rap sheet at the uh, at the police station because I was called to ID him because of the uh, confrontation we got in, and it wasn't his first situation. Yeah. It wasn't his first situation. He's a criminal that's known by the police, you know, for pimping and drug dealing. So, um, oh, he is known for pimping. Yeah, yeah I think we so. Found that and, out. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he's uh, he's been, you know, trying to make it. He's trying to make himself a part of my life. You know, he's been trying to force himself on me, like he's pretending he's this good guy, and when it didn't work, then he became totally end of the spectrum. 
became belligerent and aggressive and uh, because the manipulation was not working on me. So through his daughter now, he's been pressuring them to try to get me to drop the charges. But the charges are being, he's been charged by the police for breach. You cut off, Jerome. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still. Hello? Yes, go ahead. You're cutting in and out. Go ahead. They're probably going to mess with the transmission because I'm relaying important information. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's been trying to make himself a part of my life through uh, the lady that I was going through and her daughter, and they've been you know he's been putting pressure on them to try and get me to tra- drop the charges. But it's the police that are charging him first and foremost for um, you know for deeds that he has done. And uh, yeah, I'm going to name this dude and his uh, his name. Uh, because he, they, the perps use a lot of uh, nicknames because they don't want their new, their real names to be heard, and that's what makes them cowards. But this guy, his name is Kareen William, and uh, he's a he's a tall uh, black dude. I don't know if he's Somalian, but he's about six four. Played in my life, he's he, uh, been trying to break up uh, relationships that I've been doing. He tried, he he and. Uh, the girlfriend, uh, my uh, lady's daughter, there, was trying to block me from going to church. They've been, they went there and they're spreading rumors and things like that. That, uh, you know, things that I've done. So he's at war with me. And there's a there's a head perp in the neighborhood, and uh, I don't know his full name, but he goes by the name of Kingfish, and he sets up a lot of uh, stuff. He's got a lot of uh, eyes and feet on the ground. He watches me a lot, and he controls a lot of the stalkers. A pretty big grid, from what I understand, and uh, you know he puts women into prostitution, and he and he uh, he has sex with a lot of the women that he's uh, that are perping for, you know. And he got uh, he got this woman pregnant on that uh, that live on the ninth floor of the of uh, where my lady lives. She lives on the ninth floor also, but he is just a dog's dog, the uh, the head perp, and this uh, this other guy, Korean Williams. It's uh, I don't know. If Korean work, Kareem works for this guy. I think he's a Muslim, Somalian Muslim, and uh, yeah, he's uh, right now is in the midst of trying to uh, get me to um, to stop hanging around the building by saying he's going to put out a, uh, that I've been stalking him, and he's trying to you know and he, uh, the the uh, daughter said that she was going to try and get out a restraining order on me. So these people scum. Um, you know, they do okay, a lot of stuff. Can I ask you a question? Sure. The the same person who you have a police report out on because he attacked you, is that right. the same person that said he's going to put out an order that you're stalking him? Yeah, stalking, uh, well, the lady that I was going out with because they're trying to, uh, it's they're they're behind, they do a lot of, uh, they do a lot of mind bending and they're, they, uh, we have to talk because they, they, it, um, yeah, they, they bent her mind and they, they, uh, it twisted her because in the beginning I had no problems. It wasn't they, and now they're trying to recruit her to uh, to uh, to walk the streets and sell. I think you know because uh, so this, are you still dating her, Jerome? Are you still dating her? Or are you guys done or what? We uh, your phone cut out. We can't hear you. So we cannot hear you. Okay, we lost Jerome. 
her comeback. Okay, when you come back to Rome, start eight. Because we couldn't hear you. Okay, did anyone else want to speak? Start eight. Start eight, okay. Oh, here's James. Hello, James. Yes, hi. Hi, how are you doing? Okay. Um, I just wanted to say that I am Chip, and the reason I think that is because I had a scan back in 2011, 12. We can't hear you very well. I had a scan back in Sacramento in 2012, and um, I had a few of them, and I... I know I got others, um, for instance, when I'm in the hospital, and I just want to warn people not to, well, to, when you go into the hospital for any kind of surgery, make sure you bring a friend and that they're waiting in the recovery room. I don't know and if they'll let you go in the operating room, all the better, but I don't think the doctors are going to do it. However, I think that the uh, uh, hospital personnel will do it and uh they do it every time i've been in i had and the way you can tell it's easy to tell i had if you feel like soreness in some place where you shouldn't have like uh in my upper lip i had soreness and i yeah. looked and i had two, two holes in there and um i i was tipped there and also in my you know my butt area, the, you know. So I, I just want to tell you also how you can get rid of them. If you get a large magnet, like a, um, I have a five by, uh, four by seven inch, um, one inch thick uh, ceramic magnet, which is pretty big. They use them in windmills. You can put that on. Um, where the tip is, and break it after um, probably less than a week. It would take doing that. Uh, I put. I also slept on it on my face so I could break the ones in my upper lip, and those are broken. The reason I can tell they're broken, I I don't know. Maybe they maybe they still show the RFID, but these the ones I had were. Well, Okay. The ones that I had were giving off secondary radiation and they were painful. I don't know if you know what that feels like, but it feels like um like pins and needles in your you know, around the area. And when it breaks, it's it's just not there. The pain is gone. So um not all the not all RFIDs give off secondary radiation. Um, but the ones that do are painful. Um, I don't know if the, I'd like to find out if that, uh, what did he say? Um, a zapper, the, those things that give you a shock. And somebody said that they, uh, they stop or break the chips. Maybe they do. It sounds awfully painful. Um, as far as getting old, I, I want a girl with somebody uh, with Donna, and I hope she, um, you know, decides that um, she, 
she wants to stay with me too, but that's so beautiful. Donna, I hope you're listening. That's so beautiful. James said he wants to grow old with you. I'm sorry. Go ahead, James. Well, that's I already beautiful. am. But I'm 66. <laughs> yeah, that's nice, though. Oh, Very nice. Nice mm-hmm. to feel loved. Go ahead. I'm really what was the other question you had? We were talking about the microchip. Um, do you have plans? Let me see. Let me go back in oh. here. Do you, do you have um plans for your twilight years. Uh, do you feel the 102-year-old lady was saying that we can choose happiness? She said she chose to live a more positive life than a negative life. Do you think that that is possible? Oh, yeah. I think so. Um, I I had a, an epiphany after I got targeted, so I'm, uh, I gave up my ego for a large extent. I know Donna doesn't believe it, but it's true. I was reading, uh, the book I read was uh, Eckhart Tolle, A New Earth. And there were he was talking about this lady who was feeling bad. She was dying and, and she was really worrying about her. I guess she lost. So in, you know, in, um, it's really not that important. And I, I had lost a lot of things. All my, um, actually, all my belongings. I had like uh, many, many, many things. And, and it doesn't, you know, to get rid of them. It really wasn't uh, the big impact that it was. Especially since I read the book and I, I felt better about it. I, I did have lots of things, and I like those to have them. But you know, if you lose them, you can't do anything about it. You you ought to face the fact that you know you you know feel bad about it until you die. So why would you want to do that? You don't. And I I know exactly who Eckhart Tolle is. Um, I don't recommend him because he's he's. I know now that he is New Age religion. However, when I first became targeted, hang on one second. When I first became targeted, um, he was on Oprah Winfrey's show, and I started listening to him, and I swear, he got me through some very dark moments. Like I said, I don't recommend him now because I know that to be new, new age religion, but he talked a lot about living in the now and just focusing on what's right in front of you now, and that helped me. Oh, he got me through some really rough times. He really did. Yeah, well, I, you know, I don't believe all of what he says, but I believe some of it, especially that living in the now, because if you're not, you know, if you don't, that it's going to worry about it with your, with your dying and that's, you know, inevitable here, you know, I was uh, targeted. So yeah, I gave it up. I gave up my ego Uh, because I, I realized what, how, how interfering it was in my life the ego and it's just not good it, you know it causes lots of problems and the other thing I wanted to say was uh, you know I think it was last week that we um, the sheriff came over to my house and it was the it wasn't just the sheriff deputy it was the actual sheriff of Curry County that came to the house and um, he they really could have arrested me and I've been res- arrested for less 
than that. Uh, I, I haven't been arrested that much, just a couple of times. But once I was taken in to the hospital, and uh, that was very, very bad. Um, so this time, I was worried about it, but uh, you know, and the guy, the guy next door, he is doing it. He is, um, is actually his sister-in-law, his mother-in-law, and they brought somebody in recently. Yeah, they are doing it. So I wrote stuff also in my blog, which I couldn't get to. They had had screwed up. They had uh, got me off of my uh, cable, my um, internet, so I couldn't get on there and I couldn't change anything. And that when the sheriff got over there, the deputy read off some stuff that I had written in there. And I actually mentioned my neighbor by name and his address, basically, across from mine. I didn't say the exact address. I just said mine. And I said something needs to be done about him. Um, You know, and I just, I kind of like, if you downplay it and you sound serious and you, you don't waver, they will believe it. You know, he believed it. Um, Because I, I, you know, it, when I when I was saying those things, I I was bearing in mind that I don't want to make any uh, definitive like statements, threatening statements like I'm going to something. You know, I they were just kind of like generalized things. And yeah, they they went over. He he you know he didn't say anything. He just let it go. And uh, so what the what happened is like today. The uh, guy across from me who's doing this, he put up a sign that says "No trespassing," you know. And what's you know what's that all about? Like, I was already told, and he was told not to trespass on my land. So what does he does he think I'm going to abide by the sign now? I don't know. I think he's really worried, and I think the, the women who go over there. As their job, I think they're worried, and I think they're going to worry more and more and more because it's just uh, 100 feet away, maybe maybe 150 they are. So I think it's really stupid of him to do this. I think you'd have to be insane not to think there would be any kind of rep- retribution or you would worry about it. You've got to worry about this every day, every night, Anyway, so that's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, James. Okay, star eight, if you would like to speak. Jerome is back. Hello. Yeah, hi there. They're, um... Well, they're playing with my phone because I'm trying to get some information to uh, to the people here. Um, yeah, but uh, that's what's been going on. There have been these two individuals have been trying to manipulate my uh, my situation and uh, manipulate manipulate my life. There are criminal elements in the neighborhood, and um, you know they're very uh, influential in the, in the uh, regarding the, uh, the perping. Um, the guy that calls himself Kingfisher that's not his real name. He's a he's a handler for the neighborhood. He ha- he handles a big big section of town of uh, where I'm living here. Um, the landlady so here. So before, before you 
before your phone messed up, I was asking, are you still with the girlfriend, or you guys broke up, or what? Um, I don't even know what's going on. They're they're manipulating her, and uh, she she said that, you know, we were supposed to be, I don't know, talking things uh, through, and we we're gonna sit down. But yeah, uh, yeah, people, you know, this has been the problem. They've been, you know, they're behind. Um, this uh this this relationship uh, de- degradation so they're, they're are you still there the phone went out again are you there Jerome all right star eight if you would like to speak hi d how are you I'm hanging in there. Jerome, when you get back on the call, my prayers to you, because I understand they are messing with him right now. His subject matter, no, I'm going to tell you something. His subject matter ties into what I've been listening to on the Jeff Rents Network. And Jeff Rents, I don't know if y'all, any of y'all know of this um, uh, news presenter. He has his own network. He's so conservatively controversial, and he talks about our issues, and he's a heavy Trump supporter. Um, He was thrown off of major streaming networks like iHeartRadio and TuneIn two weeks ago because he he has been. Yeah, he started getting targeted. He has started getting targeted really bad. They tried to run him off the road at one point. Exactly. Yeah, so you, you are listening. Okay, cool. So you understand. So what Jerome was was talking about, this is exactly what Jeff French has been screaming about in all of our major cities. But it's hitting him up there in Canada hard because that's where they dumping him at hard in his his city. So, you know, my prayers to him because I definitely understand they messing with him right now. Yeah. Um, But back to me, oh, and Cheryl, that's her name, the, the one over in California that was in the Safeway? Yes. Okay. Sister Girl, I've been there too. I'm over here in Brooklyn, New York. I've been through it. I've had other family members go through it. I've had, I've been with my mother as a child, as an 8 year old, a 10 year old, and a 12 year old. And my mother has had to throw down in our warbound supermarket back in the late 80s because the women would run into her with the shopping cart. And I would see it as a kid, the old women would just run right up in the upper, hit in the back with the shopping cart, hit in line, touch her. And and then as I got older, same thing started happening to me. They want to touch you. They want to put their hands on you. They want you to react because you're a firecracker. And, um, and it's I to am provoke old. you. Yeah, it's definitely to provoke yeah. you. Well, not only that, because... um. My whole family gets vectored by our DNA. I'm being vectored right now with rice technology, some type of rice technology where they got my DNA. They probably got a piece of my clothing or something. And wherever I'm at, I'm being vectored toxins. And I'm going to tell you, yo, they're telling me right in my head that they're vectoring Novocaine into my system. So, I'm sitting on the bus and my body's going numb because they're injecting me with narcotics right through my feet. And they tell me through the V2K that they're using my nail bed and the bottom of my foot pads because they got 
DNA samples of me from going in my apartment. So um, they're able to use this technology and do direct injection through the air. And um, I'm sitting in my mother's basement right now, and there's times where I am sitting in a chair and I can literally feel the stuff going through my system. And it's a horrible feeling because I'm a recovering addict. I've been clean from crack cocaine since, like, um, damn, the 2004. And um, I hold that high, holy high, because um, part of this targeting was me going through all that drug abuse because I got off the crack, got off the methamphetamines. And, um, you know, I'm still dealing with marijuana medicinally, and they'll use that because, you know, um, anytime you are not within your lucidity, they're going to mess with you. And so they do that, and they let me know through the V2K how they're doing it, what they're doing, parking outside my mother's home, engines rearing, got exhaust coming off of these people's engines, and, of course, they added an additive into the um, fuel line. So, I mean, it's really like going directly into my system. And uh, mom's upstairs going through her situation, and she's smelling sense and... Uh, you know, the horrible thing is for me to have the V2K and they're actually telling me every day how they want to kill me. And, I mean, I literally have people passing me in the street like, yeah, we assassinating him. This one is getting assassinated. We putting this one down. And, um, you know, the, the I mean, they walk past you to be like, yeah, you's a dead man. You dead. And and then for me to hear it in my, in my thought process through the V2K and it's this female and her family. And this occultic crap that they run out here, um, you know, what they've been telling me is they got contracts on me and my mother, my sister, my whole family, contracts on our head. My mother just revamped my life insurance policy, so they all up on that right now because there's been updates on my insurance, which is tied into her, her, her package of, um, you know, equity dealing with her property and stuff. So anything dealing with the financial system, banking, all of that, they just give me a horror show. Horror show. Granada, a horror show because my name is on her stuff. And she's retired law enforcement. And she is a former 9-11 responder. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. I just got nothing but darkness out here. And I'm able to look across Jamaica Bay and look at the World Trade Center every day and know what they did. And they make me pay and I cry every day in my heart. I do Jesus hear my plea because I'm a New York City, New York State resident looking at the sideshow with our governor, with our mayor, and our sitting president. And the level of targeting that I have around here is me sitting in my mother's home and they keep telling me how they want to burn her out. They want to kill it. I mean, I get all type of death threats process in my wake and in my sleep. They tell me as soon as she pulls off her work how they want to try to crash in the hut on the parkway going to work. And it's this ongoing, real-time, um, 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 it's, it's, it's like a never-ending role-play session at PARA because then when I'm not thinking about it, then I get the subliminals. Anything that I'm hearing in my background, which, of course, they're injecting it through this Verizon file system, you know, um, I, I I go through it. So the only thing that holds me up is praying every day, listening to y'all, getting on this call, being up here with all of y'all, 
every week when I can. And I thank every last one of y'all that spoke, especially you, sister girl, back there fighting in the back of the store. Because I've been there. I had a fist fight. I got thrown out of CVS because I was getting ready to throw down with the assistant manager. And what did he do? He touched me when he did not have to. He had put his hand on me, and I'm like, do not touch me. You don't know my state of mind. I'm on 20 milligrams of prednisone three times a day because of what they did. And I'm a little bit off because, yo, I'm on these corticosteroids, and I got right technology vector in me stuff causing me to have to be on these steroids because I lost my vision two months ago. They slammed me so hard that I got iritis, which is tied into my lupus. So any of y'all that got autoimmune, they know how to mess with your autoimmune, cause you to relapse. One day you may not be able to walk. Another day your eyes are swollen, you can't see straight, you know. And um, I'm on these meds, so now that I have to take steroids again, they messing with me. And they know how to mess with your psyche when you want these steroids. So, you know, I do everything I can to keep my head together, which goes into one of the questions you was talking about, which is these implants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, um, I have them. I just don't know. I not haven't had any type of validity confirming them. But I know I definitely got one in my ankle because it's a site that they continue to hit, and it lights up when I'm in different energy fields. And even if I'm oh. sitting down, yeah, mm-hmm. when I'm sitting down by myself, they light up the same spot. Aftercare for when I get older, that is so far in the air because when you on SSI for most of your life, I, I don't have a plan. I mean, they, they, they shuttled us into being on these disability services and, like, you know. Um, well, my my fear about that is that when you're on um, disability and you're on SSI and those type of things, so it's nice that those services are there, but kind of at the mercy guarantee. of the government. Well, exactly. yeah, you're kind of at, at the mercy of the government, and it scares me because what if they just shut that off? How will you take care of yourself? So that 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 question is designed to get people to thinking because we all have mm-hmm. God-given talents. We really do. We all have some kind of gift, ability, talent, and we need to start developing those talents and putting them to work for us so that we can make some extra money for ourselves and save. And you know what I mean? I just don't want to see people in bad situations. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the latest video I posted, but happened to be driving by this homeless um, area where there's a serious tent city uh, down there. And um, I was just recently down there. My son and I took um, cans and bottles and things down there. And um, we happened to be down that way the other day. And all of a sudden, there's this encampment with the tiny homes. And I'm like, well, when did this happen? We were just down here. I think you guys know what the tiny homes are. They're like three or 400 square feet, and there's a bunch of them. And they have that government color paint. And and so I said, well, let me stop and ask about this. So I asked the security guard, because two security guards jumped out of these cars when we pulled up. And I'm just, it didn't feel right, you guys. That's just the bottom line. So check out that video. It did not feel right. It felt like some sort of FEMA something. Now, the man said that it it wasn't FEMA-related. I hope it's really for the homeless. I've never known the government to just give the homeless something. Um, and it's just scary because a lot of things are happening right in front of us. 
you know? Um, anyway, check out the video. You guys will am see I, Am I still on? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, because when I Go saw ahead. those tents, those tents reminded me back in the days when tuberculosis was running through in the frontier days. Mm-hmm. Well, these aren't and, tents. These aren't tents. These are tiny homes. Tiny homes. The tiny, white blow-up ones? Tiny homes. They call them tiny homes. They they have a little roof. They have a front door. They're like 400 square feet. And they're starting to pop up around the city. And they just kind of remind me of some sort of concentration camp or something. Okay. Really you know what? I missed up what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a story in San Diego. San Diego is trying to deal with their homeless population's hepatitis mm-hmm. A outbreak. Oh. Yeah, so they've been they they've been uh, setting up like these blow up encampments. They look like uh, blow up white tents mm-hmm. for the homeless. Yeah, because okay. that's that's what you made me think of when you was mentioning that. But yeah, you're right. This is what they're doing all over the different cities now. It's, it's, wow. It's I mean, if it's truly for the people and it's going to get them off the streets, then it's a beautiful thing. But it, unfortunately, most of us get scared when the government is involved. The devil's always in the details because I'm telling you, with this new 5G network, and I know mm-hmm. after your call, I'm going to be up on Neil's call later, and he talks about the technology. Let me tell you, most of these new projects and new buildings, they got all of this targeting technology built right into the walls, built right into the lights. I mean, even the LED lights, the, 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 all the uh, phone company and um, the, the lighting companies now offering you lighting systems and all types of uh, home devices that link with your Wi-Fi system. That's a part of the target. Hmm. Yeah, and it's, and it's all, all of those it's new bills. It's always posed as a good thing, right? It's always posed as a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're getting programmed by them LED lights when you're coming down the parkway and folks don't know and you're wondering why, you, why you're feeling drowsy, the flicker rate, they know how to mesmerize us. If you're not aware of it, because I noticed it while I was waiting for the bus last night. All the new LED lights that they got installed all over the place in our transportation of, um, you really get, you, you will get mesmerized if you're not paying attention to your state of mind. And at certain times in the night, I feel that because of the way the lights look. And then, um, you know, you can feel your head bob, but you feel woozy. Like, what's going on? And I realize it. It's like the flicker rate on these lights. That's why I, I, I'm not comfortable with driving because of me understanding these new systems. I've seen people get run over in the street because of just not having the awareness together. And you'll be looking directly at the person, but you can't see them because the lights is messing with you. Yeah. yeah. So I'll I, 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 I leave that one out there because those of y'all that understand the technology with the light systems, you'll kind of get a gist of what I'm saying with that flicker rate. Well, they use lights and targeting a lot too. Yeah, I get them. I get the guys that's beaming me with the. Let me tell you, you ever had somebody hit you with um IR light, with IR mixed with UV? So when the light hits you, you're actually heating up. They're burning you. And I had that last night coming down the avenue. Dude turned and positioned his SUV so the blinding lights was directly pointed at me but within 100, 150 feet. 
because I was coming down the block, and he angled his vehicle where the lights were pointing directly at me. And then all of a sudden, I started feeling the heat. And I remember hearing videos and other TIs talk about how they'll cut them lights on, especially if you're riding behind a truck, and then cut them lights on them special lights. The next thing you know, you're starting to feel all this heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of folks have been talking. This is in the early days on FSBHS. I used to hear this from a lot of um, uh, road, road warriors that would be on the road dealing with their targeting, especially if you get a good trucker that's on the call, a trucker TI, they, they will definitely tell you about this. All the truckers know about this. You know, so all y'all road dogs, y'all be careful, please. Yeah. Okay, D, I'm going to go to the next person. Thank you so much. All right, so take much. care, sweetie. God bless y'all, okay. everybody. You too, D. That's a good guy. All right, star eight, if you would like to speak. I'm going to go to someone who has not had a chance to talk. Hello. Hi, Renata. This is Samantha. How you doing? Good. How are you, Samantha? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I just wanted to um, comment on something that Dee said, how they threatened him to kill him. Um, that's Satan's job, Dee, to try to put fear in your heart. And the scripture that comes to mind is uh, Psalms 18 and 6. It says, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can men do to me? If they really wanted to kill you or could kill you in your family, they would have done it already. Don't believe that lie. God protects you and shields you from all wickedness. So don't worry about that. Rebuke them. Rebuke them. Every time they say it, I rebuke you. Rebuke mm-hmm. them. I went to um, pick up my um, clothes from the cleaners, and they played a game, boy, with my And they. But thanks be to God, he told me to bring some other sweaters because their, their, their game plan was to get me frustrated that I had to come back and pick up my leather, my leather coat because they said that they couldn't find it. So they looking all over the place, acting crazy, looking all stupid, trying to provoke me, trying to make me, you know, trying to make me get angry. I didn't say nothing. I said, God, you said in the scriptures, you get double before my trouble. I must be getting something beautiful because they really acting like Fools in here. So um, when I pulled out my, because um, I had my bag with me, my other sweaters. When I pulled out my sweaters out of my bag, I said, well, I have more stuff to bring anyway, so I could just come back. They was dumbfounded. They did not get the <laughs> They was like confused, like God just said, confusion to them. That's how you got to deal with them. And when they touched me, I touched them back. And I thought to forgive me. I don't touch them like hard. But if they put their hands on me, we're not. I put my hands on the back so they could know how it feels. And I said, God, if I'm wrong, I'm, I'm, please forgive me, but they are not going to touch me and think that I'm not going to touch them back. And that's what I do. I don't argue with them. I just touch them back. If they try to roll um, a, a, a bike up on me, I push their um, bike wheel, and, and, and they, they hit, you know, hit their leg. They cannot do what they want to do to you. We are children of God. Jesus was not a punk. I don't, I don't mean curse them out and fight them, but let them know that, no, you can't do this. You cannot violate, uh, violate me. And as a, the question as a being chip, I know I'm chip, but I believe that it is, they're not getting the results they want from the chip. They are not. They, they chip me to take me down. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they got me into an accident. 
And I didn't seek medical attention. That was the first attempt. I didn't know it then, but I know it now. They wanted to get me into the hospital to chip me. Mm. Interesting. You still there, Samantha? Everybody's phone is cutting out today. What's going on? Hmm. Let's see what happened to Samantha. Okay. Well. Okay, her phone cut out. Everybody's phone's cutting out. Okay, she'll call back. Hi, Donna. How are you? Hi, Renata. Everyone. How are you? Um, um, well, I've been sleeping most of the time. I had to take a half of a sleeping pill last night to get to sleep at about 4.30. So oh. I've been sitting on the couch with my head back and my mouth open trying to listen to the call. Anyway... Um, that's not my deal of pills, but, because uh, they do, they make me sleep forever. But anyway, here I am. Um, I, I'd like to think that what I heard was a good thing. I read somewhere that IKEA had built a whole lot of these little homes for uh, homeless and different people. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that that was amazing. And I think they donated a whole lot of them. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, yeah, I'd like to believe that that was a good thing. And then I saw another article um, in a magazine or online about this little girl that saw she had a home in reverb here. She had a um, homeless person living around your neighborhood. And she went and bought her or made her own little tiny house for him. It was a woman. And um, it caught on, and and now that's what she does. Just a little girl. She makes tiny homes for the homeless. So that's, yeah, that was two good things. Um, Someone sent me a link where this, excuse me, Donna, but someone sent me a link. To a video that shows that this musician, struggling musician, but he felt bad for the homeless living under the L.A. freeway, so he started to build tiny homes, and the city council tore them all down. Yeah, I heard that they're not allowing them, uh, that they're going to make them illegal or something, and I sure hope that's not true. I think yeah. it's amazing. I, You know, it, I mean, it's sad that our world is going that way, but my goodness, it's much better than being on the streets of Calcutta or something. I just hope it's not the government's way of being tricky. I hope it has nothing to do with FEMA. I hope that it's not their way of accounting for everyone because, see, they can account for us who work and who file taxes and things like that. But the homeless uh, population, they kind of go under the radar sometimes. No way of, right. of really, well, you know, no one of free phones. Yeah, free phones too, you know. That's another tracking way. Right. So I'm just hoping that, you know, that it truly is a good thing. Yes. Let's just pray on that, that these things will be protected by God himself. Yes, yes. Um, About the heat of the 
was it a truck or a car that he ex um, was exposed to? What what was it? I might have missed that one. Was it a truck or a car that was putting out the heat? Who 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 was talking about that? I think it was D was just talking oh. about it. Okay. Well we'll have to get D back on the phone. He can tell us. Hang on a second. Let's see, where is D? Let's see. D, are you there? Hello? He's probably away from the phone, Donna. Well, I wanted to tell what I knew about that. Um, when I was living up in Arizona, I was polishing my car at the park across from a huge... Um, well, I don't know if you call it a tower or what. It was at the local college. Mm -hmm. And uh, I kept getting warmer and warmer and warmer. And I looked up and I saw that tower thing. And there was some strange people that drove up that had their car. They were kind of walking around me and were sort of looking at me. And so it was like I could... Still, the mind control. I didn't know about mind control then. I just felt like, why are you, why do you keep polishing your car? You're burning. So finally, I just really had enough. I got in my car and I went over to the ball diamond, and I started polishing it there by the ball diamond. I was getting hotter and hotter and hotter. Same thing. And I looked across the ball diamond, and there were two pretty nice cars, regular cars, and they had all four lights on. And since then, I've been told that they do install these weapons in cars. So... I believe that. that. Oh, yeah. So that's something to be aware of. Was there a question for the day? Um, question, there were several actually. Do you have a reason to think that you're microchipped? Do you have a plan for your life for your twilight years, how you'll take care of yourself? Do you have money saved up? Do you have a 401K? Where will you live? You know, have you ever thought about that kind of stuff? Well, yeah, I had started my second hairdressing business uh, to go and work with people that I'd worked with all throughout the years and gather up some old clients in that part of town. And um, it was just like being in kindergarten. It was so fun working around all those people I'd known for years and years and years. And then I was still maintaining uh, another business up at another end of town that I'd worked at seven years, uh, self-employed within the business. Um, so that was going to be my retirement, and it was very, very doable. It was actually fun, and I love being connected to my community. I love being connected to a community. And um, these demons, they just took it all, just took it all. And it's, I'm just more dependent on God than, than ever. Um, you're helping me try to put Humpty Dumpty back together. <laughs> so, 
uh, it's pretty challenging, Renata. Yeah, it is. I, I think all targets can say that. that it is challenging. It is. But hard never means impossible. It just means it's that much harder. Have to try a little yeah, One good thing about your life coaching I told you yesterday was that your thoughts, you, you have thoughts and they're good thoughts, but they just can, like when you get busy just doing your life, it's hard to keep, you know, they just kind of go around in a perpetual circle in your head. And yeah. you know you have to do it, but actually pinpointing the time to do it and all those things, um, that's hard to do. Well, that's, yeah, that's why you have to get specific about your goals. And uh, even if you don't do it at the exact time, because, of course, life happens, so you may not be able to, to do your goals exactly when you said you would, but as long as you get to them. Mm-hmm. See, we have, to, we have to show these people that, no, you cannot control every aspect of my life, although you may think you can, and they want us to believe they can. But if we honestly believe that they can control every single aspect of our life, then where is God in all of that? How can we be Christians if we believe that the devil has all the power? doesn't make sense. That's just it. You know, a lot of people are um, subsiding to their way of thinking without even knowing it in a way. Right, right. Uh, And we have to reclaim those thoughts. We have to reclaim them. That that lady on uh, Ella's call the other night, I really liked her. She was, and I've been hearing this all over the place, you must walk with God. You must learn of God. You must. It's the only thing that's going to get you through. It's true. You you have to have a final authority to measure yourself to and judge what you do and and how others treat you and how you treat others and the whole thing. Um, And, you know, otherwise you're just your own God and you're setting you're stand you're setting your standards from your own book, mm-hmm. and like, that's the way our world sees it. But look at the world, right? I don't I don't know about everybody else, but I'm never giving in to this, and I mean that. I'm never. I'm gonna fight the good the good fight of faith forever. That's just that's my plan. I'm just not I giving think in. If you've ever you ever crossed that threshold. Uh, inside yourself with the Lord Jesus, uh, you can never go back. Right. But see, we have to we have to put our money where our mouth is. If we say we love the Lord, we say we have faith, we say we trust Him. We have to put actions behind that. You know, we can't we can't give in to the devil. We can't be defeated. We just can't. Right. We can't. Well, you know, there's. There's the thing, too, working it out with fear and trembling. Right. Um, I knew I would have never dreamt the stuff that's happened to me. Never even dreamt it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. and But here it is. Here it is. You know, we have to deal with it. uh Uh-huh. And we will. Okay, now now I'm going to go to the next person. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much, Donna. 
And I hope you heard the nice things James said about you. They were very, very nice. He says he wants to grow old with Donna. That's so beautiful. Okay. Hello. Hi, Bernada. This is Samantha. They, you know what they do with the phone. Yes. But yes, um, yes. like I was saying, um, the other time they tried to get me chipped, they said they found a cyst in my breast, and they wanted to put a marker. They wanted to do a biopsy and leave a marker. They don't believe it was cancerous, but I believe it was a lie, a, a hoax in the beginning. So I wrote the president, no, myself, I wrote the president of the um, hospital. I said that I, I don't believe in putting any things, elements in my body, but I do want to know if this is, is cancerous. Could you get a surgeon to um, do the biopsy without leaving the market? And I don't care what nobody say, that market is a chip. But I didn't know it then. I just knew that God was leading me to say no to that marker. Um, the pre- the present secretary of the hospital got back to me and said we found a surgeon that would do the biopsy without leaving a chip. So when they gave me the um, papers before he did the biopsy, I wrote all over the paper, I do not want the marker. I do not want the marker. And I gave them the papers back. And the guy had um, so-called, we, he said he it burst. He couldn't even um, take a piece of it to test it, but he did test the tissue around it. And it was no, um, the surgeon said it was no a cancer found. Then they got me into another accident. This guy just came out and um, hit me. And when my neck jerked, I had pain in my neck, and they gave me a um an epidural needle, but they put me to sleep. And the Spirit of God let me know that they did something wrong to me, but I did not know. That's when I started getting a tingling in my ear. And mm-hmm. and it kept going louder and louder. That's how I know I'm chipped. But they are not getting the results. I know God is he's been keeping me. I don't know what the what the reason why they shipped me. I don't know if it's just to remote follow me or whatever, troll me or whatever. But they are not getting the results that they want when they chip me. I know I'm chipped, but it's it's malfunctioning. Um, another question you said was um, can, can I just respond to something you said before you go and don't forget forget what you want to talk about though. I don't want you to forget. Okay. But um, you mentioned the the whole breast cancer thing and them wanting to do the biopsy and all that. I had the same thing happen. So this is why it's good to share this information. Because uh-huh. I'm like, okay, so this is something they're doing to women, the targeted women. Because they told me I had breast cancer, and I'm like, oh, really? I mean, I was calm. I didn't, you know, whatever. I didn't, they didn't get the rise that they thought they were going to get out of me. I'm like, okay. And uh-huh. uh, and then they said, well, we need to, to uh, do this other test. So they did this test. It really wasn't even a biopsy. It was some kind of microfilm, whatever. And then they said, no, okay, so we, we don't see anything. We thought it was breast cancer. It's not. But we still see something that is um, unusual, and we would like to, to go ahead and go in and remove the, those tissues. But they couldn't tell me what that something was. I kept saying, well, what is that? They couldn't tell me what it was, couldn't show me on any x-rays. They just said they saw something, they want to remove it, and it will leave your breast um, pretty lopsided. I'm like, no, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, leave, just leave it in there because something told me no. Uh-uh, they're lying. 
They're lying. They want yes. to disfigure you, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, they are. And that marker that they're pushing on people. Oh, we just want to leave a marker so we know where we tested at. That marker is a chip. And nobody mm-hmm. should never have to take anything that they're trying to put in your body. You should defuse it. Um, God also showed me um, um, in, in a vision that even when they do the butterfly, they actually are putting something in people's veins. And I don't even know why he showed me that. I never told nobody. Um, he showed me that when they're taking the blood, they're actually pushing something up in the vein. And I don't know if this is a new thing that's going on. I don't know if it's just going on in my area, but I've seen it in a vision, and I know that God is not a man that should lie. Um, far as I'm choosing happiness, um, I choose happiness. I try to do everything these people do not want me to do. I go on vacation. I go places by myself. I walk in the dark by myself. I go to the library. All the sorority um, members, they always got them doing all kind of childish things to me. And I love to go on, on my campus. I, I, I spend a lot of money to get my, my degree. So I go there and I go to the library and I stay for hours and I read books and I, be on a computer because that's just what I like to do. And they go overboard. And I don't care because they look like fools to me that you're going you're gonna to bring all this attention to one person. You look like an idiot. God forgive me, but you do. I go there anyway, and they do that little coughing, and they sneezing, and they hawking, and all some subliminal messages, and I stay there for hours and let them carry on like fools. I do everything they don't want me to do. I am not afraid. God said, do not be afraid afraid of 10,000 that set themselves against you. That's why we have to do what we want to do. They block my real estate business, so I say, God, well, I'm going to just start applying for jobs, and a door got to open, or they're going to have to answer to my God. They they try, they try to make me uh, uh, just, I'm never late with no bills. They don't know how it's God. Um, they try to uh, bring tenants to me, don't pay, and still none of my, none of my bills are behind. And they they try to take me down. They do everything <laughs> they try, but my God is greater. He's greater. So I'm gonna enjoy life, and I'm go, I'm gonna enjoy what God has given me. And every breath that He gives me, every every time He gives me the chance to wake up, I'm gonna um, have joy, and I'm gonna try to enjoy that day the best way that I can. And rejoice and be glad in it. And that's all I got to say. <laughs> that's Good it. for you. Thank you so uh, much. Yeah. Positive. She's very, very positive. And you know what, Samantha is right. Don't avoid situations. Don't avoid going places you want to go. Do what you want to do. They're going to be there. So what? That's them. Like she says, they want to walk around looking stupid and doing dumb childish things, then that's on them. Let them do it. But it should not stop you from going on with what you need to do. Start eight if you'd like to speak. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, Renata. Oh, hey, Lauren. How are you? I'm fine. Can you hear me? I can. How are you? I'm hanging in there. How's you doing? Did you have a nice Thanksgiving? Yes, it was good. It was good. How was yours? It was okay. It was okay. My sister's been kind of sick. They didn't have a big one. 
But um, I, I I don't know. I prefer if it's out there. One of your questions, do I believe I have a chip? Is that right, one of the questions? Um, do you have reason to believe you have been microchipped? That was one of them. I did for a while, and especially with Lillian, with her V2K. But I just came on to something that I've been sharing with my calls about the, you know, the, the, the V2K, um, how it's really done, and the whole thing of MK Ultra versus uh, Project Moonstruck. I, I don't think, I don't, I think that, I think that through our own phones, we can be pretty much tracked anyway. I, I believe there's, uh, yeah. I believe if it's tracking devices, I believe they're things that are already been on us for a phone, maybe, maybe credit cards, literally, you know. Oh, we, we carry so many tracking devices. Exactly. Right. I don't, um, I'm not in sure. Yeah. In California, our driver's license have we, a tracking device. Oh, they have a track. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, the verdict's out about the uh, chip. I, in fact, I wanted to look for that, especially with Lillian, because I said, well, if it's a chip, how, you know, what is in her that makes these creeps talk to her, you know, 24-7? And that's what the call series is about. Could it possibly be the last information that I found on the net that's actually kind of hidden is nanotechnology on the facial nervous system, which is a dormant hearing bypass. So that's what I'm starting to go into and dive into. I know they have a, and could this be all under Project Moonstruck because the ends and the means in the end is to torture and terrorize. And to go under the cover, moonstruck means mental illness. And I said, well, maybe I've been looking at the whole, you know, road in a different way. So, yeah, the question is that I don't believe it's a chip. I believe that there is a lot of information. But what I can tell others, look for other alternatives. Because sometimes I feel like as TIs we are being socially engineered just to stay on one path. And, you know, and it's a lot of deception out there. Propaganda. That's very true. And then someone said earlier on the the call that you don't really need to be microchipped anymore. No. Um, And and that is true. Dr. Barry Trower said that too. He said that that they can just send a a signal to you from satellite. They can track you all over the map. Yes. They could send that, and then definitely you have to have an antenna-like property when it comes to that electronic uh, VTK to hear them. And it is something in us, definitely, but I, it's not what I thought it was. I'm, I'm still doing the research on this and trying to help people help me. But it, this is starting to sound like this might be it because to find the information was also covert. It's as if the web is hiding this researcher from me. So I'm still digging into it because, um, and I just realized it's, we are being given, we have to be careful, a lot of discernment. We're being given a lot of red herrings, you know what I mean, to socially engineer us. We have to accept one thing. They like us in this place. And the young woman that says, I go out and walk right on, do what you want to do. With the power mm-hmm. of God, nothing can stop you what you want to do. And the main thing that I'll always say is think. You, God gave us a brain. Always think. We, we are right. not people. Don't believe everything you hear. All that glitters is not gold. Mm-hmm. And all that says is a PhD or a doctorate could just as well, very well be a high-functioning sociopath. Yeah. So have doubt. That's all. 
Thank you very much, Lauren. Now, when is your call? You having your call tonight? Um, no, actually not tonight. I'm a little tired. I'm going to have a, a call on Wednesday at nine o'clock. It's called Connecting the Dots. And oh, by the way, um, Renata, if you will um, like to download, I know you're busy. Everyone, please catch my uh, Friday night call with Kevin Christian. He broke down exactly how they're trafficking with remote neuromonitoring. And it, the one part that is fascinating is that the gang stalkers are gang stalking themselves. The women that are in this program are utilized as well. They're put out in this reality world. They're raped. They're defiled. And the only answer they keep saying is, this is what we do. This is what we do. He says, they are so mind-controlled. It, I, just I believe when I wanna, that. Just when I want to hear one thing, uh, what can I say? The darkness, it, I, I, I just keep telling myself it's going to get any darker. But we have to accept darkness surrounds us. And again, they even want to keep that a secret too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now give out your, your call number for your for your call. Oh, it's uh, Wednesday on Talk Show, nine PM. Connect the dots. It's one four four seven seven one. One four four seven seven one. And Saturday, mm-hmm. always at 8 o'clock, and that's uh, usually sex trafficking and or end times. Okay. Thank you very much, Warren. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We're going to be wrapping it up. I want to share something with you guys that you probably heard. Hi. Hi, Donna. Hi, uh, Lauren. I've been trying to get your call. And I've been calling all different days and times and everything, and I I am not getting you. So I have um, a question about Friday with uh, Christensen. Is that coming up on Friday? Um, actually, it was like this past Friday, everyone, if you have access to computer. Kevin Christian, the third interview, was um, – I'm still not um, straight with that, you guys, riveting. Very, very honest, very blunt. How do I – How do you have a – uh, YouTube channel? Uh, no, I'm going to actually start one. Uh, if you just go under Talk Show and enter 144771, the call series comes up and just click on Kevin Christian, um, December 1st, 2017. Oh, and it's okay. about social, social engineering via remote uh-huh. neuro monitor. Right. Okay, so tomorrow then, uh, I mean, yeah, tomorrow Sunday? Uh, today is Sunday. Today is oh, Sunday. no, Saturday. It's Saturday. I'm always, yes, I'm consistent. I'm always on Saturday at 8 p.m., always 8 p.m. on Saturday. Pacific time? What time is it Pacific time? Uh, it's 8 o'clock uh, Eastern. That will be 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time on Saturday. Right. 5 right. o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then okay. that would be 6 o'clock on Wednesday evening. Specific standard time, 6 p.m. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Okay. Thanks, you guys. All right. Um, we're going to wrap it up, but I want to read you guys something that's so disturbing. So when you pray, pray for these people. And that is um, these slaves. There's a slave trade going on in Libya. And uh, although our situation is bad, um, it can always be worse, you guys. And so the, we had a question, I think it was last week, um, do we feel like 
uh, targeting is modern-day slavery. And I think the consensus was, that, yeah, we, we do feel like we're enslaved. But this right here is like the real deal, 1800 slavery, still going on today in 2017 in Libya. So let me, let me read this. Um, a video of men appearing to be sold at an auction in Libya for $400 has shocked the world and focused international attention on the exploitation of migrants and refugees in the North American, uh, excuse me, North African country. The footage and subsequent investigation conducted by CNN last month has uh, rallied European and African leaders to take action to stop the abuses. On Wednesday, the leaders in Libya, France, Germany, Chad, and Niger, and four other countries agreed on a plan to evacuate thousands of migrants stuck in Libyan detention camps. The grainy undercover video appears to show smugglers selling off a dozen men outside the capital city of Tripoli. Does anybody need a digger? This is a digger, a big, strong man. He'll dig, says an auctioneer, according to CNN. What am I bid? What am I bid? The report has drawn attention to an issue uh, that aid and migrant groups says has gone on for years. Why is there slave why is there a slave trade in Libya? Libya is the main transit point for refugees and migrants trying to reach Europe by sea. In each of the last uh, three years, 150,000 people have made the dangerous crossing across the Mediterranean Sea from Libya. For four years in a row, 3,000 refugees have died while attempting the journey, according to figures from the International Organization uh, for Migration. The Libyan uh, Coast Guard, supported with funds and resources from the EU, and more specifically Italy, has cracked down on both smuggling refugees and migrants to uh, Europe, with with estimates of 400,000 to almost 1 million people now bottled up Libya detention centers are overrun, and there are mounting reports of robbery, rape, and murder among amongst migrants, according to a September report by the UN Human Rights Agency. Conditions in the centers have been described as horrific, and among other abuses, migrants are vulnerable to being sold off as laborers in slave auctions. It's a total extortion machine. Um, Leonard Doyle, Director of Media and Communications for the IOM in Geneva, tells Time. Fueled by the absolute rush of migrants through Libya, thinking they can get out of poverty following a dream that doesn't exist. The IOM said in April that it had documented reports of slave markets along the migrant routes in Africa. Anyway, I I won't go on, but um, you guys have to see the pictures. They're, They're horrific. They're horrific. They're being beaten with whips. Their their skin is showing. They're being starved. They're being sex trafficked. They're being auctioned, just like what we read in our history books. This is happening today. It is. It is. Pray for them. Just just pray for them. Um, and when you think about your own situation, think about people like this, okay? There is a slave trade going on in 2017. I have not heard Donald Trump talk about this. Not to say he hasn't, but I haven't heard it. Um, so just just pray. We just have to pray. 
Three Flowers in the chat room says, if you research even superficially the injustices occurring all over the world, it will open your eyes. Injustice anywhere should be a concern of all of us. I agree. I agree. Just sad. I just want to share that with you guys because we have to keep up with, I'm just unmuting everybody. Um, Keep your backgrounds quiet. Mute yourself if you like. Speak one at a time. Um, we have to keep up with, with what is happening in our world. There's so much happening. Oh, there it is. There's so much happening around us, you guys, and that's why I stopped as I was driving um, and took those pictures of those tiny homes because that didn't look right to me. And I see a lot of um, things happening around the city. We have to pay attention to this because the New World Order is here. It is being rolled out subtly. Agenda 21 is happening. There's all sorts of things happening around us in plain sight, the slave trade in plain sight. We have to pay attention. We have to prepare. That's why the question today was, how, how are you going to take care of yourself? If the government announces today, Social Security is shut down, disability is shut down, what are you going to do? If they say money is no more, we're not using any kind of coins, any kind of um, dollar bills, we're not, we're not using paper money anymore, you have to get a microchip, what are you going to do? We have got to come out of this everyday the purpose doing this, the purpose doing that. I mean, there's a time for that. I talk about it too. There's a time for that. But we have to pay attention to this other stuff so we don't get caught off guard and so that you have time to plan. You know, um, there are preppers. We should be watching some of these prepper videos just to get an idea, even if you don't want to go full prepper, at least know how to grow yourself some food, you know, uh, have an emergency plan for your family, have some water stocked up. I uh, I learned something on this call because we had water and um food that we got from the military store, which I need to go check the date because that could be expired now. Although they have a very long shelf life, but we had them, we had it for a long time. Um, you should at least have a week's worth of food per person in your house. Okay, you sh- you should have that just, be- just in case of any kind of natural disaster or whatever. Now, we had all this water back there. The water had expired, so I poured all the water out. Well, someone on this call told me I shouldn't have poured the water out because in case of emergency, we could have used that expired water to bathe ourselves. Okay, that was real good information. I didn't know that. So these are the type of things that we should know. Okay, we we, were, we shouldn't drink that expired water, but we can definitely use that to, you know, bathe if we had to do that. So. We need to just be paying attention. That That's all I'm saying. We need to be paying attention. There's some real good videos out there, some real good articles out there, and um, let's just not get distracted and caught up in the day-to-day perp stuff, but just, just be in tuned and pray. Watch and pray. The Bible says watch and pray. Okay, that's it. That's all I have to say. Did you guys want to say anything? Yeah, definitely. They keep on cutting me off, but um, yeah. So basically, that's what I was going through with these uh, with these people. So all I'm saying is that uh, yeah, yeah, we have to we have to keep on fighting and we have to keep on doing what we do. Right? Live live a good life and don't let them 
produce the life that you have um, from you. Hello? Yes, we can hear you. Yeah, don't let them reduce your life or don't let them reduce your humanity. That's what they're trying to do. These people are scum, and they're they're criminal elements for a reason. They hire the criminals for a reason because they don't have any empathy. They're not they're subhuman. They they don't have any kind of a human. Uh, you know, they don't look at you as a human being uh, because that's just their mentality. They're that's they've got a criminal background, so you they they look at you like um, you know maybe an insect, maybe just a just a project, you know, maybe just a number. They don't have any love for you, so. It's easy for them to do this, you know. I wanted to bring that uh, up to uh, an example that these people, you know, they'll run your life, they'll run your neighborhood. These are scum. This is why Neighborhood Watch doesn't work because Neighborhood Watch ends up working with these people and uh, giving these people full access to the community. And, uh, you know, then then they just corrupt it and they bring it down. So Well, the captains, the captains of Neighborhood Watch and maybe even the co-captains, they get paid by the police department. So they're they're all in bed together. Yeah, yeah. And there you go. Um, so it's it's just you know it's just a big crap sandwich. And uh, don't let it uh, don't let it bring you down. Don't let it you know dominate your life. And uh, yeah, so I was just saying that. So if anything happens uh, to me, I don't know these guys are uh, they like to pride themselves as gangsters and uh, thugs. So, you know, who knows? I hope they're not playing any drive-bys and stuff and things like that. But like I said, this guy, again, is Kareem William. So I'm not going, you know, I'm I'm just bringing it up to to you guys that it's taped and recorded. And uh, he's trying to make my, he's trying to disassemble my life because he wants me to drop the charges of, uh, uh, you know, from from that incident and it's not going to happen. And plus, it's the police so, that are charging. Can I ask you yeah. a question? Why, why are you going in that area where they are? I'm just curious. Because um, I, I live close by there, and there's people that I know that are, that are also there <laughs> that I visit. That's why. And and they're yeah they they're they they're everywhere. Like today, there were so many people that uh, work for this guy named uh, uh, what's his name. Uh, Kingfish. I mean, he's got a lot of perpetrators uh, spying and listening to, uh, you know, what the TIs are saying and maybe taping and, and, and recording, you know, uh, taking uh, audio and video uh, records of the, the TIs and what they're doing. Yeah, so these people, they try to run your life, but you don't have to let them run your life. But they're not God and they're not even close to God. That's It's, it's even an offense to even compare them to the, the greatest, you know, the greatest uh, force in the universe. You know, these people have an overinflated opinion of themselves, and they win when you give in and you allow them to do what they want to do, right? So you have to end up and uh, do what you can, but don't forget to live. Don't forget to live a life. Not just live. Don't just survive. Live a good life. Try and get back to where you were in life before it happened. It's not easy, but, uh, you know. When you become comfortable, you become weak. But when you become uncomfortable, you become stronger. So a lot of us, all of us, are very uncomfortable because we've been put through the grinder with this thing. So you're not getting you're not getting weaker. You're getting stronger. You just well, and that's what I was going to say when I heard when as I was listening to you is that we really should be taking this opportunity to strengthen those areas within us that need strengthening. So we come that's out right. more refined, really, because when um, Cheryl was talking about the touching and things. 
um, the Lord helped me with that to 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 learn how to assert myself and to speak up. Because for so long in my life, I let people do things to me, and I wouldn't, I didn't want to cause any waves, and I didn't speak up. But I'm learning to say, don't touch me. <laughs> I don't want to be touched. I had to tell a lady yesterday, I said, you bumped into me four times. Just we, We're just standing here in line, and you have bumped into me four times. Now, normally, I would not say anything, but I am learning to, to, to stand my ground and to assert myself. So we should all be taking this opportunity to strengthen ourselves wherever we need strengthening. Yeah, exactly. You know, don't forget to exercise. It's very important. Because I'll yeah. just say the, the military, they, know, they don't know what they're going to be facing, so they start off with what? Physical training, physical fitness, so they can strengthen their bodies and their minds because that's a good way to start, uh, you know, to toughen yourself, to uh, face conflict or to just to face life. And uh, regarding the microchip, I think absolutely... Um, Microchip people, I think I was micro, microchipped. I, I went for a gastro procedure. I think that's when they did it in some uh, some medical office. So I don't know how many microchips. I was actually x-rayed and nothing showed up that I could see on the x-ray. I don't know if it's in my head or uh, where the microchips could be. So, yeah, absolutely, they, they microchip, uh, they microchip you. Uh, and I think I've been microchipped also. And that's just the way they uh, they work. So... Every aspect of your life they try to control, so don't let them keep on fighting. And slavery keeps on. Yeah, slavery keeps on happening because we don't study. We don't study the history. We don't study the uh, the sociology. We, uh, we don't study the social science, and that's why people can enslave us and enslave um, mankind. And you know, we're not studying it. We're we're not. So uh, it happens and go. Oh, that's a really bad thing. And then. It dies down and then it happens again someplace else. So we we have to stay vigilant and you know don't don't uh, you know you can do your part. Don't become uh, an enslaved. Uh, is uh, is uh, MK Ultra uh, you know modern day slavery? Absolutely. Look at what they're trying to do. They're trying to control your mind and trying to control your body and they're trying to control your life. So that is slavery, you know. And they're experiment experimenting on you for. Free. They're not paying you one single dime. You know, it's not it's not a paid position. It's, it's just on a, it's just a, um yeah, it sounds like the person. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's just it's just the way it is. Let me try to find that noise. Go ahead, I'm yeah. gonna try to find it. Yeah. So it's just a matter of uh you know, sticking to your guns and stand up for your rights. Don't uh don't get uh don't don't get uh, sexually abused, don't don't allow these people to uh to uh you know to dominate your life because that's what they want to do. They want to assert themselves over you and and oppress you, oppress your life and your existence. So, anyway, that's all I have to say. Yeah, thank you. All right. Well, everybody is unmuted. So if you guys want to say something, go ahead. Hi, my name is Donna. Hi. Did you say Donna? Yeah, my name is Donna, and I'm a very, very old T.I. And where are you calling from, Donna? I'm calling from Central Florida. Okay, welcome, welcome. Go right ahead. We're listening. Well, I grew up in New York. Um, I had to leave New York uh, because of being a T.I. I married into a family that was mafia, and I didn't know. Uh, of course, that was a big um, 
a big situation I got myself into. But as I find that this actually went on this last uh, year, I realized that I was a, a target individual, and I caught the people who were in my computer, my phone, my car, my home. It was a police officer, a lieutenant in the local office, and his wife. And so um, uh, you asked the question if you were chipped. Well, I went for surgery in 2009 here in Florida, and they told me I had cancer. I had two MRIs at the time that said I had cancer. But after the surgery, I was in the hospital for a week. They said I had no cancer. Well, I had a car accident, and it was I've had 10 car hits. I've been hit 10 times. And the ninth car accident, I end up in the hospital after the surgery, and my x-ray shows that I had linear metallic density overlapping my abdomen. Well, my operative report said that I simple I had a simple biopsy. Well, on top of it, it also said that I had a missing organ. Yeah, I had wow. an MRI run. Yeah, yeah. So I had been experimented on. The doctor is nowhere to be found, and the hospital denies it. <laughs> so if you don't mind me asking, was, was it a major organ they said is missing? Yes, yeah, it was. And, and, uh, and also... Uh, my insurance company years later would only send me back to the same place because I was having abdomen problems. And so they wouldn't send me to the major clinic, so, you know, like Mayo Clinic and whatnot. So they insisted that I go back there. When I went back, the doctor ended up overdosing me on steroids, and he almost killed me. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and so now I have another organ uh, that's half shut down. Uh, because of it, so I'm recovering from that as well. So yeah, they, they, um, I've been through everything a TI can go through, and then over and over and over and over until you know God is with me, and I, I now look and realize when I listen to people talk, I don't think they realize what life and death situation it could be so quickly. They, you know that that. I don't think they realize, you know, how a situation can just come about in zero to ten seconds if they're looking to set you up. Right. Hmm. So, so yeah. are, you, are you are do you do you have a family? I mean I hope you're not alone going through the things that you're going through. I'm absolutely been a hundred percent alone. That's why they've gotten away with what they've gotten away with. Um yeah. Yeah, they've they've turned every everyone against me one by one. And I've been a really sweet person. <laughs> I've been a loving, giving person, and I, I'm i amazed by it. But I've learned so much, and I look back now. I mean, thank God for people like you and people who come forward to expose what what it all is about because I didn't even know something like this existed. And when I look back, I felt like a fool. <laughs> Oh, no, you shouldn't. You should definitely not feel like a fool. I mean, none of us knew until it happened to us and we did our research. Yeah. 
was a lot of years of a lot of bizarre behavior from people around me. I mean, see, my my when I speak to people, the odds, and I tell TIs this, the odds prove themselves. That's why you keep a diary and you bring a camera everywhere you go, and you don't care what other people think at all whatsoever, okay, because um, – the odds prove themselves. The odds of everything prove themselves. I mean, my odds are so outrageous that they just prove themselves. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to show the patterns. That's why it's important to videotape or take pictures or whatever, because you have to show the patterns. They can't disprove that. I mean, the facts are the facts. This this weird thing keeps happening. Yeah, but I wonder what's going to happen with everyone because it seems to be very, very large. Mm-hmm. I it's large. Yes, I just pray the Lord send some help for us because it's really hard for us. It is. Well, I found the buddy system works really well. I mean, um, they, they'll get you if they get you alone, especially in... Uh, an elevator or, uh, you know, different places, if they can get you alone, that's when they uh, do stuff. Um, so I find... That, that is the true. That yeah. Is true. But I just refused to, to not go out on my own. I mean, I went out by myself before this targeting, and I'm just going to continue to do it. But, I, I mean, I know what you're saying. It, it definitely is nice. To, to have a buddy if you, you know, if that's available to you. But if it's not, I don't think that people should stop their lives. I think you bring your camera along and your camera and whatever else you need as a as a buddy <laughs> if you don't have one. Yes, very true. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of experimenting going on in the medical field. And... Um, they're they're getting away with a lot and that's where i am confused because that's proof and i don't understand why there's no lawyers coming forward to help people that kind of baffles me well people don't want to get involved they don't want to they don't want it to be them next you know hmm well, then they're not really trusting in the Lord Jesus, and that would mean that they're going to go down pretty quick because I yeah. see how God works. Yeah, I see how he works. You see, everybody that tried to harm me, uh, very bad stuff happened to every one of them. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, all the people that were around back when, they're, they've all died. And um, they actually died on those same life insurance policies that I was supposed to die on. <laughs> so, okay. you know, accidental death like I was supposed to die on. And so um, I've seen it happen even with the police officer that was just, I found him uh, behind the gang stalking. And he lost his job. He got caught under a bad situation. And uh, I do believe um, in my little bit of research that I've done, there is uh, a trafficking situation going on underneath, definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm. If you look across the United States right now, in Michigan, there's almost 100 women and children missing, and they're hiding it. In um, Kansas, there's 80 children missing 
uh, and they're keeping that quiet. I mean, all across the country there's people disappearing and there's people coming forward saying that they've almost been kidnapped uh, in stores and whatnot. So I think there's a lot more to this whole big picture. I mean, going all the way up to the government, look what's going on right now. They're finding uh, way up in there there's there's uh, the same uh, child trafficking and uh, women and children and, and some men trafficking going on um, all the way up. So I think there's a lot more behind even what we're going through. Wow. There's a lot of evil in this world. It's just it's just beyond me. I, I had no idea. I, I knew there were some bad things going on in the world. Don't get me wrong. But I had no idea this level of evil existed. And it's more evil than we even know, actually. No, I was the same way six years ago. And I have to say six years ago, I dedicated my whole life to taking care of the most disabled people in my community. And I would spend my whole entire life doing that. And I was like, you know, Miss Innocent Butterfly going and helping people and, you know, da-da-da-da-da, thinking everybody's the greatest thing in the world. And, boy, let me tell you that I take a nosedive. <laughs> in reality, now, six and a half years later of intense studying, like I study a lot of stuff in the world, and I look at the world in a whole nother light. Yeah, it's almost like this This stuff can't be true. I was looking at videos this morning and something popped up in my feed, so I thought, okay, I'll click on And it was about cloning and cloning centers. And I just thought, you know what, I just can't even deal. I clicked off of it. I was like, I can't deal with this. Like, this is so much. You know what, and part of me really believes it, that that stuff really is true. But I'm like, I, I can't deal today. I can't deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. It's so, the rabbit holes are so deep oh that your like shuts off. Like, wait a minute. Just, just, just think, okay, so just fathom this. You're interacting with someone who is actually a clone. Like, that is so deep. That's so deep. You could be working with people who are clones. Your neighbor could. I'm like, oh, no, I can't deal with this today. Mm-mm. I have to come back to that video. Yeah, but if you really start thinking about, look at targeted individuals, right, and look at the categories of people that they've targeted, okay? They all fund, fall under these certain categories. So, okay, they're the cream of the crop in the community, right? They're the cream of the crop. you got to face it. They're the smartest. They're the ones that think outside the box. They're the ones that can't be controlled, okay? They're the ones, they're singling them out. They, they've been singled out. They're, they're, they get you alone one way or another. They're going to get you alone one way or another. Unless you have an extremely large family around you that's on board with you, they're going to single you out. And yeah. so um, in that doing so, the community, why are they going after the cream of the crop in the community, the ones that are good? the ones that are more honest, the Christian more ones, you know? And so well, I, 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 let, me, let me attempt to answer that. I believe that they go, well, we're all targeted, no matter, you know, the intelligent level or whatever. I mean, we're, we're targeted, we're targeted for different reasons. But I think that they hit some people harder and try to neutralize some people who they feel have leadership abilities and uh, abilities to affect other people and who will come off more credible, and people will believe them, and they're probably more brave. 
Um, you know what I'm saying? They can get the word out and people will believe them. They're going to try to bring those people down even faster. Sure. Absolutely. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that, 100%. You know, this this program, that's, that's maybe we'll make that the question for next week, but this, this, this being in this program will make you an activist even if you're not one. I I. I never planned to be an activist, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, but you're a really good one. <laughs> but, you know, like, this will bring that out, because who who wants to deal with this injustice? It's not right. Well, I, I believe we're living in the end times. I believe that we're living in the, in the, towards the end of times, and I believe my Bible, I believe it works for work, and... Um, I believe that this is part of the, um, uh, when I read the book of Psalms, um, that brings me my peace. And I believe that, that, um, this is, this is basically, um, Auschwitz on steroids, in my opinion. Um, the whole world. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Okay, let me read this question from the chat room, and then we'll close. Okay, um, thank you. I love TMH in the chat room. Says I have a question, and any of you can answer this. I have a question about the phenomenon of fake TI operatives being targeted individuals, paid to discredit real TIs. How true is that? Uh, any, anybody can answer. Fake TIs. It has to be. Yeah. That's 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 um that's an interesting um sub- subject. I had it's it's why wouldn't it be possible? I mean that's uh, that's perfect way it's called infiltration. Why wouldn't they do it? That's actually um a good that's a good point. There it goes again. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I'm I'm sure that they probably do it. That'd be a good tactic. A very good tactic. Well I have to find that noise. Go ahead, Jerome. We can hear you. Yeah, I I would uh, I would agree that they uh, they probably send in false TIs to uh, infiltrate and to uh, gain trust and then uh, then utilize it. You know, like the like the honey trap idea. That's that's exactly uh, the same kind of idea of a TI or TI maybe. Started off as a CI and got recruited, you know, or or, or got into someone's life to uh, to uh, to knock them off track and to uh, you know get them sucked into a relationship. Right. Well, this this community is heavily infiltrated, heavily. Now, whether or not everybody's being paid, I don't know, but there's a lot of infiltration in the community. Yeah, I, I wanted to. Go ahead. But uh, hiring people to uh, to uh, you know, I was up about that. I went to your website. That's that's awesome. Your phone's not real clear. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just a person. I was relaying a lot of information to them. They were messing with it. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna close anyway. Um. So I thank you guys. Thank you, everyone. This was a good call. Um, again, make sure you check 
see um, the time. If you are not on my distribution list, please send me an email, remu2 at hotmail.com. Every Saturday I send out an um, invitation for this call. And for those of you who, who don't know, the call normally starts at 12 noon Pacific time, which is 3 Eastern. But because I have all this stuff going on in the morning on Sundays now, um, the call has been starting at various different times. So if you want to know what time the call is going to start each week, please uh, get on the distribution um, and and actually click inside the invitation because it will tell you the time. I'm going to tell you the time on the inside of the invite. So uh, make sure you check that every week. And I think that's it. If anybody is interested in life coaching, please send me an email, remu2 at hotmail.com, and we can talk. Okay? Thank you, guys. Have a blessed week. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Good night. Good night. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.